we gon' give it to you. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, John. And welcome to the Dope Content. Starting me, John, your host, Damo. And in the Dope Content, we're going to be talking about sports, worldwide events, and various topics. So stay tuned. Turn up your radios and get your headphones. Yo, yo. Back at it again. Yes, sir. Yo, how about them naps? <laughs> World champs. You, sound, you sounded much better this year. Woo. This week. He's coming out with the right team. Woo. I mean, we had a bye week, so can you blame him? Now, how about them naps? Champs. Yeah, we from Woo. D.C. That's where we from. There ain't no Dallas Cowboys. I know y'all. Let's go. Yeah, all of us from D.C. How about World them naps? D.C. stands for Dallas Cowboys. I thought you'd do that. Uh-uh. How about Bryce Harper now? He feeling sick. <laughs> he said it. He said, I'm trying to bring a championship back to D.C. He, yeah. Thank you. Thank he spoke you. it in existence. Woo! He spoke it in existence. Smart <laughs> man. He wish he like, hold. The champs. The champ is here. Yeah. <laughs> so how y'all feel about, how y'all think everybody feel about Strasburg now? Hey, man. I always like Strasburg. He showed out. He I showed thought, off. Even though. I know they probably, it's like the Heisman, where they mostly give it to, like, uh, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I kind of figured he would get the MVP. But my man, Howie, that nigga Howie out there, second baseman, he, he was clutch. Oh, yeah. He was clutch the whole time. And I thought he was like a Dominican. But nah, he's straight up black. Oh, to, oh yeah, Howie uh, Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he a black guy. From the, he straight played up. The, uh, a Dodgers. Country, country yeah, as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He country as hell. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I like him even. But well, he already got one for the uh, I think with the other uh, previous series, right? MVP for that. But you figured he'd get the whole overall. Yeah, that what I mean. I mean, this because he was clutch. How yeah. clutch he was. Like he came up with some big at bats. But that last Strasbury put him over. Oh yeah. That's what probably would happen. My man Tim, Tim put that out there. He was like, uh, what if they pulled? They was like, sure, so this be hurt for a game. What was that game four? That third game here? Mm-hmm. He said, What if they just made sure to be hurt and then save them for game six and seven when you had Strasburg and Scherzer for six and seven? And you know, I normally don't go with those conspiracy theories. But when he said that, I thought about it. I said, You know what? You might be on to something. Because you know what? Baseball do strategize just like that sometimes. Yeah, they like all you you know on to something. Yeah, I mean that's that's you just watch like baseball. Um, that's definitely a uh, way perspective. That's just like when we talked about uh, Cam Newton, how we were saying that they're gonna keep saying he hurt, yeah. just so the other guy can play, and it don't seem like they uh, benching him for that. And after they done paid him all that money, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's it's just like the opposite, you know? Right? They bench Cam for somebody that was better than him right now. You know, but they let him sit out just to let him cool off. You know, let him get a break. Well, not only that, protect his trade value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I can't go out there and make him look bad. Got him playing, and I'm planning on getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. Can't get hurt. He can't look any worse on film. So, you know, pretty much thinking like, okay, I'm going to get the Cam Newton that's closer to MVP Cam. More so than the cam that's over the hill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a smart strategy. You know, playing right now, you know. 
protect your investment, basically. You got to. Mm-hmm. You got to. Especially in an industry where all when you got all that money invested in the people. Mm-hmm. My so. way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just in such a great mood, man. The Nats, <laughs> man. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Parade right now at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Parade going on. City is just lovely. People speaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of people ask me, was I going to go? I was just like, I don't feel like dealing with the traffic. You know what I'm saying? The traffic in and out the city right now, that's going to be terrible. Oh, shit. I mean, if we could do on on location re- reporting, I would have been there. I would have been down there yeah. with them crazy you folks. You can. Just use your phone. <laughs> I told you Yeah, that. anytime you got that niche to be an on the field reporter, go ahead and do it. Oh, That's what all these reporters yeah, do next now. Time. If somebody could be here, he could do a live jump while we on the air and call in, hey, boom, whatever, like, you know what I mean, like that. Yeah, that's what they do nowadays. Look at all your interviews when you on the uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys app. They all using their phones when they interviewing the players. They using their phone. Yeah, it says, and then they put their phone to their face. Right. It ain't like back in the day where everybody got a microphone. You can use your FaceTime <laughs> just for that. Hey, I should. I'm about to go right now. I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> it's going to take you two hours to get there. show going to be over. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we be waiting for you. I'll be running across South Capitol hey. Street Bridge. Like, Woo! <laughs> I'm going to get there. Yeah. But yeah, you know, uh, you want to get straight to the uh, top of Squella? So, you know, uh, you were talking earlier about uh, black mental health and, uh, you know, effect, what's the effects in the uh, black community, right? Yeah, I was basically talking about, you know, how it's a stigma placed on mental health and going to get yourself, going to talk to somebody about it. You know what I mean? Where we see so much stuff growing up. We see so much stuff and so much, we experience so much trauma that, and other races, they say that's like PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, just being a black man in America, like you're taught to like shake stuff off. You know what I mean? When you experience death at a young age, like you shake that off. That's a part of life. But nobody ever think about how that affects the person as they get older. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just people just like being traumatized yeah as a youth and seeing so much at an early age yeah but you living with that right you know what i mean you living with that every day where as you know what i mean where we looking for this the answer and solution to violence like yeah, it's, well, a, it's I'm a one lot of, of stuff going on mm-hmm. in that i'm one of those people that lost a lot growing up you know i lost my father when i was like two years old my mother before I graduated middle school, my brother, Steph Lover, way before my mother in the early, in middle of the 90s, 96. And then my other brother, like seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, the way that I deal with it, I just look at it like they would, they would want me to move on. They wouldn't want me to, you know what I'm saying, hold my head down and and use that as like a crutch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's the same way. Like, he was right. You, know, yeah, you, but you lose someone, yeah. it changes everything. 
yeah. because the way you're thinking and everything just like he was saying like when i lost at that time i lost my mother now as far as the mental is where you gonna be is you gonna let it depress you and sink down and just sit or you gonna motivate yourself like you know what i lost my leader i lost my person i love who i listen to who motivates me so what she want is want me what they say now lit turn yourself right. up you know what i'm saying just but see it's just about the understanding and knowing that like everybody don't grieve the same way yeah just that's like, true just like how you know what i mean some could affect you in a way that other person is affected way in a totally different way mm. and like not feeling like you got somebody to talk to, stuff like that, where it leads to like, you know, drug abuse, alcoholism, all of that stuff plays a part. Lashing out, taking it out, your loss and your hurt out on somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that's a part of mental health. Yeah, see, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. I I didn't have nobody to talk to about that. Even though I even though I got an older brother big sisters and little sisters you know what i'm saying i didn't i didn't want them to feel like they had to baby me you know right. what i'm saying even though i am the baby boy but i got a little sister too right so i was looking at it like well i gotta be strong for her you know what i'm saying if she see that it's not really a, even though it was affecting me even though if she see that i'm being strong and moving on Maybe she can do the same thing. And, nope. and that's what she did. Like, my little sister is, is a firefighter now. You know now what, what about the ones that was, had, uh, unfortunately, uh, been born like that? Born with mental illness. Born with uh, schizophrenia, cerebral palsy. Right. You know what I mean? And, and having things of that nature. Like, the, like what I work for. I work for a company that work with people with de- developmental disabilities. You know, focus on them trying to get independent living. Uh-huh. So some of getting them, they already been mentally abused. Like, like you know what I'm saying? People that might be sexually abused, the females and everything as well, and a mental standpoint cannot be as strong as maybe you, me, or certain people. Exactly. Them, the, the ones that go through it and telling the story, and adversity, and I made it out, and this is how I was in. Drugs overcoming. Exactly. I lost my lost one, uh, lost one. Uh-huh. Drinking. Smoking led me to being into group homes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what happens before that? You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, before right. they actually got to that point, it was people pushing them off like, yeah. you know, you just acting out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, Not right, understanding. Right. And it was people that was just saying, well, this person got this disability and throwing it in their face yeah. instead of treating them like a regular human being. Exactly. Because that's what a lot of those people with mental issues, that's what they want. They want to be treated like a regular person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of you treating them like, oh, well, you, you got autism, so let me treat you like you got autism. But no, some, they want to try and get up and do chores and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, But make, when they can't, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't get angry at them. Yeah. You just got to, you got to, you got to uh, encourage them because they're at least trying. Because you got some people that don't have mental issues that don't even want to try. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you, you still got to encourage them. But sometimes it get even deeper than that as far as like, I, that's what I'm saying, so many different mental health encapsulate so many different things. You know what I'm saying? From actual mental defect or from 
uh, emotional standpoint. Yep. You know what I mean? Just the way you grow up. Just like, for instance, for me, like I was raised to like in a household where I, it was a lot of yelling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with all that yelling throughout my life, I react to that differently than somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't take somebody yelling at me. And like that's a trigger. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I don't like people yelling at me either. Yeah, so that's like a trigger to me. Because yeah, I'm, I'm I more react the, something totally different than what an average person. Yeah, might I'm react more the person to. like, well, only people that yelled at me was my parents. So, dog, you not my parents. Why are you yelling? Just talk to me like a regular person. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me how you want me to talk to you. Because the thing about that is, the person that's yelling at you. Soon as you yell back at them, it's a problem. Oh yeah, you see what I'm saying? That's a part of uh, mental health right there, and also us as a people that have problems with mental health and going into trying to deal with that type of stuff and that understanding what's going on, right. how the emotion feel, also like what trigger the other person. Now right. sometimes if you know this trigger them, you might gotta lean back off of it. Exactly. Even if you know it's how he gonna act. That let them know, like, okay, I'm going to keep on dealing with it. Now you've messing with me. So if, if, if I'm off on this, on that, correct me instead of, like, messing with me. But now it's like, I don't know which way, how you going to look at me. Is you going to look at me like I'm this way, like you mm. said, or that way? So it's right. got to be, I guess, people understanding each other in this yeah. current situation. Now don't look at me like I'm off, but if I am, bow. Guide me in the right way so I can. Right. And it's also like recognizing those symptoms mm -hmm. within yourself. Right, right. Like I say, we all got something going on. Like nobody's perfect. And then just, the, just the struggle that we have to live with every day being a black man. Mm -hmm. Like it's so much stuff. Like it's so hard to wake up every day and be a black man in America. Yeah. Be black, period. Yeah. But it's, I mean, definitely being black, period. But a black man? Like, it's hard. Man. Yeah, you already a threat. Yeah. You already a threat. They they take black men as a threat, but they want our black women. Right. You know? <laughs> it's just like, you know, how do you expect a person to react to being viewed as a threat and being treated as a threat? You know what I mean? Like, you get so many instances in the store, for instance, when you go to a store shopping, and you're so used to uh, somebody that's following you around. Like, you're going to steal something. It don't matter. They don't know, looking at you, that you work 80 hours early to getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they just looking at and that's that is so irritating. It is. You know what I'm saying? So when you finally blow, it's like, you the problem. Like, God dang. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> like I was looking at this, uh, this story on Facebook. A guy was uh, FaceTiming his girlfriend, mm -hmm. and they was in Best Buy, where he was in Best Buy. And he was FaceTiming his girlfriend trying to buy a washing machine. And he basically turned the camera around so she could see the washing machine. And he was like, yeah, what you think it is? Da, 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 da. And the security guard saw him with the phone up at the washing machine, and she tried to arrest him. Right. Talking about he was taking a picture of the washing machine. He might want her to steal it. Yeah, I think I saw that. I like, was like, how how could you think that when he was on the phone with somebody? First of all, mm -hmm. his jacket ain't big enough to, to steal put the washing machine up under it. <laughs> like, so how the fuck did you think I'm getting that damn washing machine out of here? All right, let's think about that. Hey. Like, let's use some con. 
See, what they need to do, people need to start pressing charges. When stuff like that happens. Ain't that what I said? Because it's it's a like it's laws on the books for mm. discrimination. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? Like we but you know what I mean? But we goes, don't see that we don't see back, it that way. It goes back three, four episodes ago to where we talk about, you know, we don't work with the police. Right, right. Another right. another <laughs> condition is something more con that's mm. conditioned in our mentality. Not to trust the police. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all of that. Yeah. That's all, like I said, mental health. Like, we've been subjected to mental abuse from birth. So not trusting you right away is already installed that's in a lot of us. That's instilled in us. Instilled right in us. So it's basically, we had to remove from that. So the ones that's not like that. They, I'm mean, the ones that everybody need to listen to. So if we could, you know what I mean, we could evolve because we still can't be stuck. Like, like when we gonna be moving forward? A real, uh, a, a real, real uh, a situation to make a, a solution out of all this. I mean, far as right now. So far as that affected, how you think the youth right now, far as they uh, uh is gonna affect them for this generation, far as mental health? I mean, it's too many false prophets. It's a lot of those. It's too many because, like, you got, you see what the youth is into. Youth into this bippity bop rapping now. Now I feel like my parents, when they used to talk about me listening to N.W.A. I don't know? understand that <laughs> you shit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you just got to look at what they, what the music they listening to, what they glorifying. You know what I mean? Lean, all that shit. When that, when Lean was popular. In rap, you seen how popular it was in the streets. Yeah, and one thing that I realized about the music that that really changed is the other day I had like I put my music on and I had it like shuffling through R and B songs, right? And when like the uh, the the Ty Dollar Signs and the uh, not the weekend, it was uh, some other dude. That I like that uh Miguel and all of them come on. Like they not talking like the Keep Sweats and the Gerald Averts. They talking like the rappers. Oh yeah. But they singing it. Hey. Like, how's that R and B when you sing about girl, let me put you on his lean, on his lean? <laughs> like <laughs> you put that with R and B? <laughs> yeah, that's that's an R and B. You see what I'm saying? Maybe on be hip hop. They trying. To I mean, that. most artists talk about all they know. It's like I had this conversation with my girl about the weekend. Like she ain't like the weekend, and I'm like, the weekend be cranking. Yeah, hey, I'm like he cranking. I'm like this nigga don't know about no love. This no, nigga he twenty, twenty one. All this nigga know is strippers. Yeah. And drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all he knows. Sound like this generation then. Hey, so he just project projecting that in his music. Yeah, but, but see, but, a lot of these people think a lot of that shit is real. But what you got to yeah. think about is <laughs> all of the rappers, that's what they tell the kids to go out and do. They right. tell them to go out and go to the strip club. So they always imitating and, what they're going to see. Right? Yeah. Right. Here, too. Right. You see so what I'm saying? The like, influence. Right. The music got to change because they forgetting how much of influence they have on, it, on the youth. Like Tupac didn't rap about going to the strip club. Neither did Biggie Smalls. They rap Biggie rapped more about his struggle on the block than he rapped about the strip club. 
You see what I'm saying? Tupac was more the activist like Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying, in his rap music. And that that's what we was raised on. It's not a lot of storytellers anymore. No, it's not. And that's why my favorite rapper is Snoop. Because he just, will always tell you a story. Well, <laughs> we done switched all the way around. I think we supposed to be talking about mental health. Well, I mean, that's 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 part that's part of that's part yeah, of mental yeah, health. Yeah, that's how we got on the music talking about the influences. Yeah, that's other youth. Yeah, that you that influence your mental. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why I brought it up. You that's know what I'm saying? Music right, that's what I'm saying. They influence like the youth. Well, right now, it's more of a, what they hearing, mm. and the artist is not recognizing what they are saying because. Even if they do know what they're saying, they, they, they must be forgetting that every lyrics from lies or real, they, they believe in it. They trapping, they believe in it. They snorting, zans, everything they saying out of their mouth, they are trying to imitate and do it to the fullest or even more. And that's what's causing these deaths, spinning off, all other type of drugs. Because a lot of these stars are snorting, a lot of these stars are doing pills and everything. And they forgetting, I guess, that they are influencing being a drug, drug abuser. I think, I think the difference is like in the black community with the youth. I'm gonna say with the youth. I, I and this is my observation. Like drug use within the black youth is more of a social acceptance thing. Now, when you talk about fentanyl and shit like that, that's something that they got hooked on. Those those drugs that they are using for painkillers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So that's how they get addicted to that. Right, right, and, right. And that's just like yeah, the oxycotton. Right, and all yeah, of that yeah, stuff. that's where right. it come from. So but... that's what I'm saying. Like so, their right. their their community is like kind of created. Their drug abuse is created through medicine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying through the legal ways, and ours is created through these rappers. Because if you think about like back in the day. Nigga, if you ain't if you did anything more than we, like they kind of looked at you kind of different, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you still had a, your people that was doing lines still. Yeah, but your they waters. ain't just flat out just come out and tell. Nah, 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 nah. You, you had know it, what I mean? Like you had to know them, or that's what they you already know what they did, or you know, yeah. what I'm right, right, right. Now right. it's like open. Like I'm gonna drink some lean. You know what I mean? I'm popping mm-hmm. some ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm put two three of them in my drink. I couldn't sleep. My teeth was chattering. Like, what the fuck, dude? How is that fun? Like, that ain't fun to me. mental health right there. Yeah. Drug abuse is a part of mental health. Yeah, it is. It's the the search for trying to be something that you're not. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at this celebrity culture, and, like, you're trying to imitate that shit. You're looking at the dang on uh, the Real Housewives and all that bullshit. And you trying to imitate that shit like that's not real life. No, it's not. You know what I mean? So it's like they trying to be we being conditioned to that bullshit. And like nobody's realizing that shit. Like people realizing it, but when you say something about it, then it's a you, problem. You demonize. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they'll use your intelligence against you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when you trying to open their eyes to something they like what the hey why are you trying to be so smart right <laughs> hey, you white hey jay <laughs> hey, speaking of what you was talking about earlier you were talking about uh, demonized what was that uh you was talking about uh some of the israel 
Somebody got baptized at Sean Watson. Oh, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson got baptized in Israel over during the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I feel like, I feel like when we was younger, our parents made sure we was baptized. You know what I'm saying? Even if you wasn't in, even if now you don't go to church every day, I bet you you remember the day you got baptized. Right. You see what I'm saying? Let's bring them back. You indoctrinated right. into the bullshit. Yeah, because but, that's that's what I, man. That's see, what all I depends say, how like, you look at it. That's why I say you <laughs> up Ralph Brothers. But say, see, man, but see, but, but no, but see, but he, with the perspective you're looking from, and I know what you're saying. He, but still cleansing, and even though I know you saying to get indoctrinated to this and this, but still cleansing is still the way of trying to cleanse certain stuff, and yeah. at least trying to show some type of obedience to something. Right. Somebody. I mean, even though it's obedience. different rituals, it's rituals. Right. I know, I know, I got you. I know, I guess I I'm just saying, I, I got like, you. I I'm see how you, I got like you. But you still got it. St- but we still got to be some type of way of we trying to be civilized. So people got to do certain things that make they feel they self spiritually this way and that way because that's what they was born off. Now you got how you. I know you want how you think of it, but also we got the brothers that sometimes if that actually helps them to be who they are. I'm actually 100% with it if he changed a whole different... I mean, we got people around us that got different but religions. But are they really, though? See, there we go. But, are, are they really? But when we going to find a one that we know? We got to be one that, oh, yeah, I can say my brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he went all the like, way. Like brother. your boy Kanye. It's, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> you think about it. Think I, about how he I just made... Like, D.L. Hewley. I just watched the video. Mm-hmm. He articulated... Everything about Kanye, like he articulated it so good, like I couldn't say it, but I mean I can paraphrase everything, cause like he he make white people feel good for the shit they did to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right, he right, make right, it like right. it's okay, like when he referenced slavery, slavery, it was a choice. You know what I mean? Like they didn't force you into this. They didn't kill you when you said nigga I don't want to work today. Actually, they like, did. They didn't lash you up. Like, you know what I mean? You chose to stay there. So now, look, now look at the other tool he's using. He's using religion. Another thing, that's how they keep, that's how, when they brought the slaves over, they made them pray to God. Yeah. Because if you go, you go back into the history, like how people talk about we the true Israelites and things of that nature, mm-hmm. like these people in Africa didn't even know about God or nah, Jesus. Nah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like I said, it's something like that's how they use this and that's another thing of mental but, mental right. abuse of, of being mentally abused. And see, but I, if you're seeing somebody doing that way, and if you know it, my bad, if you're seeing somebody doing it that way, and Kanye is absolutely, you said he's using religion for what he's trying to basically promote his music and I guess trying to change his way because he forgot he just said like you said about us as a people. Now he switched that so that, oh, I forgive you for basically, forgive me for what I just said about our own people. Now I'm trying to use y'all religion. Oh, cleanse me, I'm with you black people. Switch up and back and forth. But it's up to the Christians and leaders to scope that out and get removed that from whatever they got going on. Because you got a person, they say a a double-minded man that's unstable with everything he does. You got to find that. And get that about your whole situation. Yeah, but he was a double-minded man on that album. Right. If you if you listen to that album, I want to say only like three or four songs 
are actually Christian songs out of like 12 songs. And then, the rest of the songs, he's saying nigga this and nigga that like throughout the whole album. And I'm like, did he even listen to the Snoop gospel that's album? That's what I'm about to say. That's what everybody Even saying, the Snoop Dogg gospel album was better than that. It was, it was real live gospel music. He had real choirs and stuff like that singing songs and they was talking about the Lord and God, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, Kanye West, the best thing he is. would say, man, nigga, I did this for God. And nigga with the, like, bro, you can't say this a gospel album and then say, nigga, God, and then motherfucker in the same sentence. Like, <laughs> like and then the idea of good Christians is like, the, it's like so laughable to the same thing as good cops. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you can't root out your own, then you can't look at me and tell me about myself when you already, you willingly partaking in everything that's wrong with this stuff. Yeah. You Give know people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so many stories. Like, I just see them. So many stories about people, how their experiences in, in the churches, how these people sit there and praise God one minute, but then they sitting there talk about you like a dog the next minute. You know what I mean? All all while in church. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. this, 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 this is the church. So and they try to say this the worldly. But they so try to change themselves from the worldly. I got you, but it's, it's, so, <laughs> it's, 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 it's messed up. It's so but, crazy. But when we gonna find a solution to that where we gonna, I mean, since you, you think it's all corrupt, you trying to say just eliminate all that? I mean, I, I don't really know what the solution is. They not, they not, like, prescribing the people with mental health issues, like, uh, what you call it, um, you know, them, them, them doctors that you talk to, uh, therapists. Yeah. They not prescribing you therapists. They'll just give you the pill. Or psychologists. Yeah, or psychologists. They'll just give you a pill and tell you to go on about your day. Well, I've been because the- it's this article that I read. And it, it came out at the end of last year, beginning of this year. And it said uh, 6.8 million black people mm-hmm. was diagnosed with mental health issues. Right. You know what I'm saying? I saw that. And, is, and the government is not, like, giving those people uh, therapists or uh, what you just say, the, the doctors that they need to talk psychiatrists. to. Psychiatrists. Psychiatrists. Right. They not giving them the they not giving them the right people to talk to. They just going ahead and giving them and the, uh, the the uh, the uh, the the I mean, Ritalin, the Ritalin, the and, and, yeah, and all of that crap. But it all depends on where they. I mean, a lot of the mental health people they need to be in the exactly like group homes or people that had actually can take care of them. Also, the providers well, that yeah, plays a part. But yeah, then you got to think about saying, the group home environment. One, one aspect of mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all suffer from it. That's, that was my whole point right, right, right. from the get-go. Like, we all suffer. Like, it's not just one person that you obviously see with some type of birth defect or mental defect. Like, we all walk around mm-hmm. with symptoms of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why we got that's these places where there is solutions for that. Yeah. Like you were saying, I read that article, and that was out of, what what was the percentage of the people that actually went to the doctor about it? You know what I'm saying? Because it was, I saw, uh, I forgot the numbers that you said, 
6.8 million. 8 million of, of black people that's been, you know what I mean? Like, y'all got that shit. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing. Like, the, the article read that instead of, instead of the local doctor or their everyday doctor that they go to mm-hmm. prescribing them these, these physicians and stuff to go talk to, they would just give them the pills. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you get the black community gone off the Oxycontins uh-huh. and all of that crap. Or and, and then you got the other half of the people that's saying, man, them junks driving me more crazier than what I was. I'd rather just sit here and drink a bottle. Right. Or I'd rather just sit here and roll some weed. Self-medication. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? I said, but how, how many of y'all seen that you think that you ever seen? Like, yeah, bro, I think you need some help, man. You need to go ahead. You know what I'm saying? How many of them you feel that you came across that you have seen that you really they got mental issues and they might they a need lot. to be seen? A lot. You know, us, us saying it. Like, me we, included. It? Like, it's I a, feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's things that went on with me that I wish I had somebody that I can go to and talk to about it. You know what I'm saying? So, in a way, I self-medicate myself by dealing, by trying to put out more good than, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, like I say, it's it's all a stigma attached to it yeah. to where it's like, well, I'm not, I didn't go to school on a short bus. So, me I, ain't, neither. I ain't mentally ill. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's how people look at it. Yeah. Not understanding, yeah. like like I said earlier, it's a struggle every day to wake up black in America. Like I said, your you know your, what I mean. Your trauma experience, yeah. What you your trauma? What have you been through? How much exactly? What you hold up? You never know the next person how much more did they went through more than you. Exactly. And mm-hmm. he might can't be as strong. Exactly. And you could feel him like, oh, bro, that's a lot. Yeah. That passed away. That passed away. You're the only one left to really go hold up the whole family. Exactly. And you, yeah, I'm you, I'm the number one person you're looking forward to. Yeah. And then and other brothers, like y'all, the understand from point of views of being leaders in households and understanding, hey, this is what I went through, my bro. This adversity. My mother was this. My father was this. And understanding in the mind, like, oh, bro, man, understanding. And like you said, some people don't know what their threshold. And if somebody come to you to talk to you, you got to understand that you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Right, that yeah. person just there to vent. Yeah. Just to have somebody to unload on. So yeah. you can't react with, I know the answer to your problem because you don't. Not, you know what it, I'm saying? It, it ain't no answer. It ain't it. no answer. It's yeah. an answer, but you don't know it because you ain't walk his shoes. Yeah, like like you wouldn't believe <laughs> like when I was three years old, my mother my mother told me when I turned nine that they told her I wasn't gonna be able to talk because I was supposed to be one of those autistic kids. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because nigga, I could sit in the room and I could still do it today. I could sit in the room right now and play with a pen. For 30, 45 minutes without nobody, without talking to nobody. I don't need your attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But, but at the same time, like when my mother asked me to do chores around the house and things like that, she held me responsible for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because she didn't, she didn't have that, that double standard like, oh, well, he got this mental issue. He not like Sean and Stefan. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was like, nah, nigga. You gonna sweep down them steps, right. and if you don't sweep down the steps, I'm just gonna have to whoop your right. ass. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Cause you can still walk and you can still sweep. You might not be able to talk like you want to. You know what I'm saying? But if you look at me today, you would have never known that. Hell 
Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, when this nigga gonna shut the fuck up? <laughs> Fuck nah. Yeah, say, nah, I'm I'm just saying, like that's that's real talk though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, that's why I say I, I I definitely suggest like people really like start doing like more inward inward thinking. Like when you look in the mirror in the morning, like what do you see looking back at you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. do some self evaluation. Because nobody's perfect. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so, you gotta be real with yourself. So that so these outlets they going to for the help need to be understanding just like what you explain, I'm right. Because the people need they are going to see psychologists. And some of these people are described but they medicating but they not really talking to them about the situation. Yeah, they, they, look they like just it's medicine. It's more medicine than they actually being real, like you said. Mm. You ain't even understanding them what it is, just giving them medicine. Yeah. Right. It's not helping. Right. Sitting in St. Eve's, it's not helping because they out there all types of areas still doing their thing, still smoking, still in front of the homeless shelter, whether it be outside than in the homeless shelter. Right, right there on, uh, you know, in the back, anybody, uh, yeah, you know, because okay. you, you got to think about the, the shelter environment. That's going to make you more mentally fucked up than living in your <laughs> that, own house. That, that exactly. jump in the back in the cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know where it's at. Exactly. <laughs> that, you go through the dungeon, you like, oh! I did an Uber job right there. I said, ooh, this joint look like we downloading or something. But yeah. It's the doggies world, though. That's what it is, though. But, man, it's, like I said, man, mental health, mental health, man, we got to, I just want to know, like, you know, the people that really, really need the help and really, they need, we need to help a lot of these brothers. Because I think right now on MLK, we were just talking about right there, I think they still cleaning up a lot of the mental areas right there, even though they outside in the front, because that was a main thing a long time ago when it was building with that Southeast Academy, yeah. where a lot of children was in mixed up the mental health right now, there. Now, I, I read another article, and it said that growing up, it said as a youth, 25% of African Americans uh, uh, has PTSD being as though their environment that they grew up in exactly yeah you see what i'm saying Pro- so that's that's those youngest that you see in mlk that don't want to change who they are because mm-hmm. they feel like if they change that it is going to be a problem you know what i'm saying that they feel like they can't change because you know what i'm saying it's nothing else in the world for them mm-hmm. you know and then it, in the same article it's a it's a the uh out of the other eighty percent of the African Americans that don't experience that PTSD, you got another twenty percent of those African Americans that that just experience regular like mental health problems. You know what I'm saying? Being as though how how they get treated at their jobs and you know what I'm saying and things like that. Yeah, mental health issues and mental health problems can't connect because you know you got diabetes, you got stress. Different other things bounce off of that. Am I right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're dealing with stuff already, mm-hmm. and then on top, compound that with more everyday issues. There you go. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like John was just saying, I was, like I said, I was reading an article similar, and they were saying approximately thirty percent 
of African-American adults with mental illness receive treatment each year compared to the U.S. average of 43%. percent mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I, like I said, it's, when you said it earlier about how many people it was. 6.8 million. And the people that actually go and get those misdiagnoses. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the number? Those people actually went to the doctor to go see about the shit. Yeah. And still couldn't get help. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, like they say, that's the number one reason why a lot of this stuff go unchecked because of distrust and misdiagnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 30%, 30% of uh, 6.8 million, that's only 2,400,000. Right. No, 2,040,000. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Hey. So, you still got a whole four million. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I. That's why I said like this topic is so big and, and like important to me because like I I always tell people like people that really know me know that like how I feel about homelessness and I always say like they not dead by choice. Mm-mm. Like nobody wants to live on the street by choice. Hell no. You know what if I mean? you know and a person I, that want to do that, right? He got more mental health issues than the average person. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? So, it took that to really open my eyes to, like, mental health in that aspect. And then once I started thinking about it in that way, I started to be able to relate a lot of right. different things to that. Right. You so, know? speaking of homeless people, I was reading an article about uh, 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 Denver. How all the uh, all the the money that they the, that they got from taxing medical marijuana, that they are building homes for homeless people. Yeah. Not only that, I seen there was one uh one city I forgot the name of it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. They're paying they they're paying their homeless people to uh to clean up. To clean the up. Yeah, I saw that one too. Like that. Like, why does it take? These people, you know what I mean? Like, that should be something like, boom, okay. Yeah. And, like, why and, we don't have fruit trees and we growing just, on, the, on public grounds? And we just talked about that when we were talking about Rick. Remember that? Yeah. How Rick used to sit in front of the same gas station. You know what I'm saying? Instead of him being like the youngins, waiting till you go in the store. They, and see, that's the thing. The youngins, they wait till you, you going in the store. They ain't waiting till you come out with change. You walking in the store and they tell me, let me get, some, let me get $2. Man, it's so $2. sad. $2. It's so sad to see these people out there. Like, when I go down the avenue, they out there or, uh, out there in front of St. Elizabeth. Yeah. Just seeing those guys out there, like, that shit is sad to me. Yeah. It's a lot of guys that had uh, stories of, uh, like, nationwide. But a lot of guys out there had stories of being, once they was uh, somebody at, at a point in time in their life. So that, that, that definitely make it look sad from that standpoint when you know somebody in your neighborhood that been like that and it was like somebody was, like for instance, Reality, my sister, Dunbar, on the road, Apollo, with the uh, uh, Hart Junior High School, smart, on the road, everything, rape, rape again, traumatized, smoke P, uh, PCP, traumatized, escape what you was dealing with from the rape and that being with your baby father, got a kid, your baby father don't want you, but he don't want you based off your current situation that you created the mental, but to go that route. 
So mm-hmm. all of them the ones that that's what I'm saying, that they go through it and seeing it, I'm seeing it right there. And and then all you could do is be there and once they, they old enough they they gonna continue doing their own thing. All you can do is just be there for them, pray for them, yeah, whatever you try can do. Try to support them. Support them as much as you can. And one thing they can say, you was always there with me through that. Right. Even if they had that mental thing, they gonna say, Oh, I, I know he was there for me, she was right. there for me. But see, like that is like that man, like as a man, I could never understand or or be able to like I can't understand rape. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? So like just to be violated like that, like that's something that you can't just pray that away. Like you have to see somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you actually have to, cause that's something that's psychological right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it does something. Yeah. Like when you don't feel safe, you know what I mean? And then just look at the trajectory afterwards. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, Yes. That's that's like and and like speaking of rape, I was I heard on the uh, news on the radio that uh, Fort Washington they about to stop after school programs mm. because somebody tried to abduct three kids. Man, what's up with these weirdos? You see them, and they was coming from after school programs. Mm-hmm. Right there on uh, Alabama Avenue. I, by the yeah, subway. I heard about that one too. They was like they say the one dude in Fort Washington. He tried to abduct this one high school girl. She fought him off. He go two blocks down the street and tried to get a middle schooler. She fought him off. So he went three more blocks down the street and kidnapped an elementary girl. Man. He got one. And yeah, he finally got one. Mm-hmm. You I see seen, what I'm saying? And I this saw, all happened in one day. I saw a video of this girl. She went live where a nigga tried to take her, tried to take her in a van. And she got away. So she went live, like, telling people, like, hey, somebody try to get me. It's, a, it's two cars. It's a van and a car. They working together. And uh, while she was talking, she saw the van again. She like, oh, my God, they go to the van. And, like, just to see the fear in her face. Like, I could not imagine. That's crazy. Like, and, that's crazy. And see, that's why I, I, don't, I don't have no kids. I'll go to jail. Like, what the fuck is going on with you that you want take people's children like what the fuck like i go to jail like that's crazy i'm man. i'm mentally unstable for things like that to happen to me so that's another misdiagnosis early mm-hmm. of somebody that's suffering from mental problems growing up unchecked being fed these drugs or probably like self-dosing themselves alcohol and going out here assaulting people and what like I don't, this shit is crazy. what I don't understand is, how do rapists get less times than murderers? And, and all you, and how do child rapists get out? Like, hey man, the laws. Luckily, I'm not a, I'm not a guy in charge because, I mean, I believe in family, family punishment when it comes to hurting these children. Like, you kill a kid, the, the family should be able to decide what happens. I don't want to hear all this trial and all that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it. Like, you get whatever the family say you deserve. Yeah, I mean, the, the, average, the average time for rape is five and a half years. Like, come on, man. Like, you violated somebody. Yeah, five and a half years. 
if 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 they they can get five and a half years for time served if they appeal, you know what I'm saying. But the actual conviction is nine years. But a person, a a, a woman live with that trauma. That's that's just the U.S. Department of Justice system. But a woman live with that trauma far longer than that five, nine years. Hell yeah, she's living you know with that for the rest of her life. The rest of her life. You know, and that that's that's two mental people. That's the the men, the the fucked up mental nigga that's trying to rape her, and then after he did done raped her, now she mentally fucked up. Well, I just feel like women would never get from under that that idea of being considered an object with their own. Like men feel like they you owe me. Like you, like you're mine. Like nobody owns anybody. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like people oh, get, I know. get so crazy. Like niggas get crazy over these chicks. Oh, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like that has to go back to some type of mental illness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they was lacking the attention that they wanted growing up. It's I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a doctor. But I've always been interested in human psychology. Right. Why people do the things they do. It's all about how they was raised, who raised, who, uh, you know, helped raise them. What was their mental status? Right. Exactly. <laughs> My bad for laughing. Spirit just gave me the look for putting on the Gators game. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, this the one they said Georgia should bring it to him. That's what they were saying. Georgia ain't bringing nothing. Oh yeah, this the jump right here. Yeah, that's second half sports talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, man, that's some. This a topic that we can go on for, you know, days and hours and years. Cause mm-hmm. like you just mentioned it, like man, I want to talk about mental health in the black community. Like a lot of people just like they perk up, like. Hey. Yeah, cause that's a strong topic. Everybody like, discuss. Hey. You know, everybody liked it, that topic. You know, what I mean, I, I I definitely wanted to get that and probably get somebody on here, maybe a a, a person that deals with the mental health. You know, what I mean, it's, itself. Right. Department of DDS, maybe come in and discuss that. Yeah. And they inside information about what we already discussing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that might be a nice another point of view of it where we could take it another route to another level. Now we talking it. Now we we strong behind it because that's something. That maybe all of us would get strong behind and start doing things for black mental health awareness. Right. I mean, because a lot of problems can be sourced all the way back to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on both sides, like across the world, really. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people's fed a certain ideology and, and it's like that's how they create their mentality. You know, mm-hmm. so hey, hey, what's next? <laughs> what's next? Uh, oh, uh, we were even going to break or something? I would let y'all talk while I was looking looking for something. Oh man, uh-huh. you, you was going to mental health. Hey, but yeah, well, well, basically, I had something before the break, but uh, I was talking about a, uh, I think I talked to you earlier, school earlier about a DC girl. That uh, counselor from McKinley Tech stole her gun for GoFundMe money, thirty one hundred dollars. I was trying to get from the. I was going to test that 
with the uh, mental health. She was here. She is in a, a mentor that she looks up to, right? She um. needs thirty one hundred to graduate from Howard University. She goes to this uh, program. She goes through the program. She makes thirty one hundred without delay. The lady comes. Wow. So once she gave the money, they said before they, they go fund me, people said she took the money out already before the girl could even get it. Had it in her account. Switched it from the actually school account to her account. It took it from the school because the school already had it set up for her. So she switched it out to school to her so she could get it before the school. Bow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on now. Mm. Man, that, I don't think that's mental health. That's just straight up greed mm. to take from somebody like that. I told you when I uh I worked when I was working for uh the Red Cross when um Hurricane Katrina I worked at the call center out in Tysons mm-hmm. and it was so funny because like this building was full of people like you know it's a call center yeah and uh you know the first week went on and everything and then that weekend we come to work and like it's nobody on the first floor. Mm. So we like, what the hell happened to everybody on the first floor? Kind of find out that was the people that was taking all that FEMA money from the, uh, mm-hmm. from the hurricane victims down there in Katrina. They was the people that was working under us. Because FEMA was in the uh, first floor and American Red Cross was the second floor. Mm-hmm. And I was with American Red Cross. And man, I'm like, come on, man. Like, these people, like, the, the amount of greed that's within people is ridiculous. They're still from anybody. So like you were saying about that counselor, I mean, you know, the people taking that money. Like, with the girl, um, the little baby girl that got a uh, cupcake, the girl that was missing. Yeah. And, okay. got, and uh, they found her. Mm-hmm. So I know, did y'all hear about the uh, the aunt? The aunt and the brother, Mm-mm. the aunt and the uncle, nah. tried. They started a GoFundMe. Okay, got you. for the uh, funeral, okay. for the funeral and stuff, right? But mm-hmm. you know, it was a couple of athletes came out and said like they was gonna pay for that. And so the father was like, he didn't know anything because the wife, the mother was so broken up, like she didn't talk publicly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the dad was like. Hey, nah, we not a part of that GoFundMe. You know what I mean? Like, that's not for my baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, my, yeah. Everything's taken care of for my baby. You know yeah. what I mean? Stuff like that. And the yeah, aunt. That's, that's fraud. The aunt wouldn't Anything take it down. Right here, it's fraud. <laughs> yeah, the, that's fraud. The aunt wouldn't take it down. Got so, got so nasty about it. Try to say that the, the guy wasn't the, the, the baby father. real father. <laughs> and all of that. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? For greed. That's crazy. That's greed. Like that's evil. Man. That's what that's what is going right here. It takes another hit on DC public schools. That's from I look at it like this, from a standpoint of like this is like the third or fourth time that this happened. But Lou, McKinley Tech, and Dunbar, they were just saying right here that they've been happening throughout the public school system. People are stealing money mm-hmm. from each other, and how deep are they actually looking at the people they hire? Like, and then they. Sometimes, like, it blow underneath the table, but then when it hit the fan, like, oh, she did it. Man, you've been knowing probably <laughs> she was you with it. You knew before you hired her. Right. Yeah, she with it. The but whole it, time. Right. You hired them for the wrong reasons also. And, but the whole time they sitting there tell you that they ain't got no money for the schools. You, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got no money for the students, for supplies, 
to pay teachers. They ain't gonna go fund me. Still. They ain't got none of that. But yet you and child and stuff still in the money. Now I got something for you. <laughs> this this a, am I tripping at the same time? But it's, at the same time, it got to do with somebody stealing something from you and the school system. So, this woman, Kiara Harris in Buffalo, New York, she was homeschooling her kids. And CPS came and took her kids and put them up for foster care. Mm-hmm. Because they said that she didn't have no right to homeschool her kids. After... She done went up to the board and got all the proper paperwork and everything. But the reason why they came was because her kids wasn't in school for about three weeks. She only been homeschooling them for three weeks. So CPS come and she tell them like, well, uh, I unenrolled my kids because I'm about to start homeschooling them. So CPS was like, all right. They left. Come back. It was like, oh, no, you can't do that. Why not? Why she can't do that if she have all the proper paperwork and all the proper documentation? You know what I'm saying? And now they took her kids from her. And now they in foster care. And they thinking about charging her. With uh, obstruction, with obstruction to a court order. So am I tripping? Ain't tripping. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but at the same time, it's crazy. Momentum. <laughs> it's crazy, and of course, she's a black woman. I saw the article. I didn't read it, but guys, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. You talking about government overreach? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, but the thing about it is, she have. All the proper paperwork. I see if she just took them out to school and was like, nah, we about to start homeschooling. You know what it I'm sound saying? Like it sounds like it's a case of being too smart. For your own good, huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, they don't, they don't like for you to tell them something when they trying to tell you something. Yeah. Like, how you going to tell me when I'm telling you? Yeah. Like, no, mother, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, we got away with words. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It might not have came out. Yeah, I mean, she probably had them shook. Yeah, it probably didn't come out like, no, ma'am, I actually have my papers. Yeah, she said, man, what the fuck y'all doing here? Right, like. I got my shit. Like, get the fuck out of my face, first and foremost. <laughs> you gonna come in here and tell me about my kid? <laughs> you feeding these kids? Like, that's so... See, and then, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they want to force you to send your kid to a school, but yet they don't want to feed your kid. Nope. Like, they don't want to feed them. They want to shame your kid. They don't want to feed them. Or they don't. can't afford to pay for their school lunch. Mm -hmm. They want to shame your kid by having them not get be able to eat. And then they want to teach them what they want to teach them. (laughs) Then you got the teacher that don't want to teach them nothing. Man, so she like, I want my kids to learn what I want my kids to learn. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because regardless of homeschooling, you still got to pass a uh, one of those tests. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still It's still registered. Like, you mm-hmm. have to submit tests, test scores, stuff like that. 
And uh, before we go to break, I want to say uh, congratulations to Gladdy, Dr. Gladys West, a uh, black, black woman from West Virginia. I mean, from Virginia, not West Virginia, but from Virginia. She was the woman that created the GPS. Oh, yeah. And she got honored by the U.S. Air Force and the Pentagon. Oh, yeah. Black woman. Black woman. Oh, okay. All right, that. I, mm-hmm. I was seeing a couple of articles on uh on that, mm-hmm. but I was looking for something else, and I went past it and was meaning to go back to it. So I got it in jest because they was uh talking about how GPS has advanced now to where scientists is using it to study uh ground movement and earthquakes and everything like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's how that came up. You know what I mean? Because they announced that at the same time as that was going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, but... Another example of black excellence. Yeah, right. and how they take it from you. Right, but, just like this 11-year-old vegan chef. He uh, has his own uh, plant-based restaurant. The first, right. the youngest ever. You're saying uh, London, he's from, actually from London, England. He considered to be the youngest award-winning vegan chef in the country. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so once again, like you said, black excellence. Yeah. Plants is definitely they was just doing plant-based burgers. It was that Burger King. Yeah. Had some type of the impossible say, burger. Yeah. So they, they say that's a nice. But that burger got meat in it. Okay. This one right here is basically all plant. Right. Yeah. I I tried that John. You know I ain't been eating beef for almost six months. Oh. That John had my stomach hurt. Oh well. Back to not eating meat again. You know what I'm saying? That John had meat in that John. Because mm-hmm. I mean. When I want a burger, I get a veggie burger. You know, I get Boca burgers, and I get uh uh um. I forget the name of them other Jones, but them Jones like that, and they 100% veggie burgers. And I be punishing them Jones. I'm talking about like three, four of them Jones. Next day, I be cool. I ate one of them Impossible Jones. My stomach was all fucked up, bruh. Mm-hmm. All fucked up. I was like, nah, there's some meat in this joint. My girl A1, you know, she don't even eat meat. Mm-hmm. She said, I ain't even chew it. She said, I bit that joint and I tasted it. I, I spit it out. Hmm. Yeah, so it's meat in that. That's funny we start talking about food. I got a... <laughs> <laughs> I got a homie of mine that's started her own catering business. I told her I was going to shout her out. So, Tasty Taste Kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Black on. Where's that? Well, she's doing it out of her house right now. Mm-hmm. But you can contact her through her Gmail. Okay. Tasty Taze 365 at Gmail. All right. She's doing catering. And she's also coming out with a, a infused line, infused food line. Can mm-hmm. we do a commercial for her, too, if she listening? Oh, well, yeah. She wanted to, uh, when she do her launch party, she wanted us to do our podcast from there. Definitely. Yeah. So, okay. you know, I told her I'd give her a shout out. So, bam, that's mm-hmm. the shout out. Tasty Taze Kitchen. You know what I mean? Tasty Taze. Tasty Taze. And, and I got another shout out. Shout out to Lisa Leslie. She the uh, first female athlete to receive a statue nice. outside of the Staples Center. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I mm-hmm. saw that. She yeah. deserved it. Yes, she, she do. deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, she did. The do. greatest of all time at her position. One of them. And rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 most Pop. definitely. Yeah, I put something out there basically like that. We were talking about that uh, epi- 
before he died, we was talking about the Ice Cube situation. Remember? Mm-hmm. I'm a man without it. You know what I mean? That was, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, was, you know, rest in peace, a good man. Because I think he was just trying to do something with uh, New Friday. Am I right? Yeah. I believe so. I, I don't know if they started. They already started the movie, so I guess. It's crazy how sudden things can happen because he had just posted a a, a cooking video to YouTube a couple of hours before he died. Like it's so it's so crazy. That's why I say like you have to appreciate the people around you each and every day. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Don't wait till I'm dead to bring me flowers. Yeah. Make sure me you right now, all, baby. Right, make sure I, you make all your accomplishments while you're here. Yeah, while you're I, I happen to like tulips, I think. <laughs> I think I like tulips. Oh, yeah. I'm not really sure. My favorite flower used to be weed, but um other than that I gotta think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, create a fire like that with the bird. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, that might be something. The fly got the whole look of the world. It's green, but it got a little whatever, you know, purple smell. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, man, dope content, man. We gotta take a break, man. Mental health awareness, man. We getting it in, man. Trying to show the improvement for our community. Dope content show, y'all. See, I'm the landlord, and rents due, you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's going on? This is the six man host of Real Talk with the Six Man, and you are listening to Dope Content Podcast. Too man, right there, right there. That was made on Martin Luther King Avenue. I think during the time of um, I think it was Michael Brown passed away. So that was a great song, wartime. Let you know what we always talked about before is we ready for certain things, you know, for the guns and things like that. But we paying for a better way, you know. Dope content show, man. Oh yeah, baby. So yo, yo. so we was talking about war. Now, I know, I think Yoda won again, right, Squill? I probably did. Who <laughs> <I mean. laughs> won Monday night, Pittsburgh or Miami? Pittsburgh won. <laughs> but I threw out, we talked about this earlier. I already said <laughs> I would try and do that underdog <laughs> jump. I actually asked, like, who won? 
Pittsburgh or Miami. Yeah. Man, come on, man. We know who won. Yeah, they almost lost, though. You know, you know me. I got to make them feel tight. Y'all uh, already know. You, you know? got to make me feel tight. Yeah. <laughs> God, I got I'm, I'm you like already this, though. Nigga, this the male version, nigga. I'm like that. Izzo or more? <laughs> right. I don't know. Are you like Izzo? You just call him Izzo or more. <laughs> <laughs> Something. I don't know. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Speaking of that now. What? What will we see on Fox this Friday with the invasion of the NXT? Oh, you talking about the the most talked about show? Oh, there we go. They talking about that more than anything right now. What's going on with that Fox Triple H? And, and he really seriously looking as he's separating himself from Monday Night and SmackDown and definitely saying NXT is the next, not the development brand, but the brand. I mean, I guess for people that really like only follow WWE, mm-hmm. it's kind of like eye-opening to them to see guys like you know Adam Cole and Roddy Strong and go. Keith Lee and Matt Riddle Here like all them people I done seen before in Ring of Honor and all these other little companies so Daniel Bryant against Adam Cole like I saw that match like a couple of years ago that's a pay-per-view headline like Ring of Honor you know what I mean so it's like uh Seth Rollins he was Tyler Black if I can bring on, right, he right, done right, right, all right. these guys. So that's why I mean, like WWE just need to take the shackles off. Like they got to the let the young and go. They got to let Triple H, a younger guy, he fought his generation. Vince might might need to stay back a little bit off and let them be more creativity. You know what I'm saying? Creativity follows control. I don't know. I heard that Bruce Pritchard is back, and they fired Eric Bischoff. Uh, what's going on with Bischoff, man? Again, I don't know. I ain't really get into that story. I just find it crazy. Like, you know, Vince McMahon has ran WWE probably like for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. And it's been like the number one show, the number one brand in, in all of the world. You know what I mean? So for 30 years, he done ran this company. It's not easy to go in there and tell him, hey, like, man, yo, your ideas are stale. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he believe in what he believe in. So it's always going to be that little, you know what I mean, that little back and forth. So with what happened, a lot of those SmackDown wrestlers got caught up in travel. Their travel right, right, kind of right, got right. delayed in I Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So they kind of let, I don't, I don't know for sure. But I think Triple H had a lot to do with creative last night. Last I mean, because you can kind of tell it had an NXT vibe. Like, if you watch NXT, like, it had an NXT vibe to the whole show. So, that's why I be saying, like, when people talk about, you know, AEW is a challenge. I'm like, half the roster wasn't even there last night. And they put on, like, like I say, a lot of people across the blogosphere. In the universe is saying that SmackDown show was the best SmackDown they seen since The Rock. Yeah. Not The Rock two it. weeks ago. The Rock SmackDown Hotel Rock. Oh, whoa. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think I seen some of that before. They was right. actually saying that. And yeah. I, I mean, you got a point because you can't say a league that's uh, what they call it, developmental brand, right? Right. Can A&E go on Fox? 
a big network like that and say, ho. Oh, but they can because it's a following. Like, like I say, with the way cable TV is now, Ring of Honor, you got to see that on mm. TV. Like, albeit it was like an offshoot brand, uh, channel. Right. But, like, you got to see that. Uh, New Japan, you got to see, like, a couple of these guys, like Kenny Omega. We all seen Dean Ambrose, mm. now John Moxley. Like, Young Bucks. So, like, these dudes are a brand upon itself. So, so they already had a following. So I think they would do well. Like, they'd be in Baltimore for uh, full gear, I think, uh, in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. they probably sell out. Who? AEW. Okay. they probably would sell out. But Ain't WWE, that the joint that was in competition with WWE, right? Not really, but that's yeah. What, that's what everybody NXT. wanted to be. Everybody wanted it to be a competition. But, like I was telling Damo a couple of weeks ago, when you start looking at their roster, and in, just in comparisons to NXT, and if you look at their background, like all these guys done rumbled against each other. Yeah. Cal O'Reilly and Bobby Fish beat the Young Bucks plenty of times. Like all you got to do is look up Red Dragon. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? War Machine, which is the Viking Raiders, they done beat all these guys. And I, and I heard something <laughs> say... Know? That you talked about, I seen, I don't know, if somebody was out there on Twitter said, finally they use Finn Balor right. I seen somebody say something like that. Right, Prince. <laughs> so Prince that's they he's a bad guy, he better. They said, I seen somebody, they tweeted out, finally they got him, uh, he's right. Because they had him in the wrong situation where it was like, he was a bad guy. Now, Finn Balor, now you got to get, I guess, trying to get people to convince that he's a good guy. But they had struggles with guys that's already a, a similar character. And trying to create their own, but messing up who they originally are for yeah. the, to see it through the Vince McMahon style. Well, he see them as they really popular. Oh, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, naturally, they're going to bring him in as a baby face because mm -hmm. he's really popular. But, you know, like if you look at their work, like their best work, Ben Hills, mm -hmm. like AJ. Like AJ been off and on a good guy versus Hill. His whole career, mm -hmm. but his best work is when he is a heel. I see. Like he's a he's a dork. But he elevates you know the whole saying? team, though. <laughs> like he's a dork. Like he don't have the hardest lines. Like when he was talking about the street profits the other the other week, he said, "Uh, you know these guys always talk about they like to smoke. Oh, well, yeah. bad news. This smoke is illegal here." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he say shit like that. Like that's dorky. Mm -hmm. But I like it because it's a hellish type of yeah, way. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. AJ Styles always remind me. He looked like um. I don't know if y'all ever seen the movie Little Nicky. Yeah. But that's who he looked like to me. Adam you know, Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> With the but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he but he will whoop a nigga ass though. Yeah. AJ Styles number one. Yeah, he will whoop a nigga ass, though. That's that's why I like him. See, and that's why I say, like, the best part of wrestling is not the wins and losses. It's the story. It's like they story put on little right. mini movies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I want to see my guy get beat up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm so happy, like, I'm a heel. So, I like when a, my guy's outmatched. He got to motherfucking get some brass nuts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He like storytelling, a good yeah. story. Basically, they can still tell the story from the inner ring perspective yeah. and being creativity far as promos. You telling a complete package. Right. You're selling it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Like, so how you feel about 
uh, we talked about this before, but never on the air, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend and how we already know, I mean, the push is, it is what it is now, as far as that. Now, how we go from here now? You know I like Bray Wyatt. That's my man. His push right. being The Fiend is I too like, early. I like Bray, too. But I would just always say, like, when you got a, such a unique character like The Fiend, it's kind of like The Undertaker. Where he was like the Undertaker when he first started, when yeah. he was with the Wyatt family. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you don't have to put the title on that character. Yeah. Because the character is an event all into itself. Yeah. So now you done put the title on him. Now it's like, who can beat him? Like, if you saw the match at Crown Jewel, this dude got thrown from mm. a high stage <laughs> through yeah. a, a electrical box. The electrical blocks like exploded like the little fake sparks and stuff and yeah. exploded yeah undertaker stuff seth <laughs> seth goes and pulled the wreckage out and there goes the fiend standing up like nothing never happened <laughs> you know what i'm saying so now which wrestler is gonna go in the ring and beat him brock lesnar maybe demon king come on man this man got curved <laughs> 35 times Kane on the floor. Might need him for him. On the air quote steel floor. On the you know what I mean? How they be talking. <laughs> like on the steel ramp. Oh my, oh my god. god. But the fans <laughs> even Saudi Arabia. I thought I heard a little bit of turning on Seth Rollins and he got all the Because he's not over as a good guy. See, but that's he's the, not over. Yeah, the, I, I like Seth more as the bad guy. But yeah. but but that's the problem they get into. They get into a, a situation where that Seth Rollins is a better bad guy. Fiend is really a bad guy, but since he's the newest thing, he got him in a wrong character facing, you know it's what I mean? It's kind of like the Stone Cold, like like the Stone Cold effect. Oh. Stone Cold was never good or bad. Right. Nope. You know what I'm saying? But the fans got behind him. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? So well, it depends on which angle you look at it from because Stone Cold, he like to fuck up his boss. Right. But that's what I'm saying. That's kind of heelish. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of heelish. They the, like it, though. His tactics was kind of heelish, but he did it on the bad guys. So that's what I mean. Like, he was a rule breaker. But was The was Rock a, a bad guy. guy? The Rock was a clear bad guy. <laughs> when he played bad guys, he was a bad guy. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, when, I'm talking bit, about that land the SmackDown, your Rudy Poo. Yeah, that he was pandering to the crowd. Got some Poon Tang pie. Yeah, that was, he was kind of rock. <laughs> he was kind of stone coldish. Like he was good but bad. You know what I'm saying? But when he was a heel, was when he was with the nation, the nation of domination. Yeah. With you ask Karu, the Rock Ron how Simmons. you feel about the homeless. The Rock don't give a damn about the homeless as long as it's not on the Rock's lawn. <laughs> like that Rock. Like that Rock. Like man, who are you? It doesn't matter, like that rock. It doesn't matter. The, him versus mankind and the no and the I quit match when he handcuffed him, beat his ass, beat him with the chair, and then still had a tape recording talking see, about I quit. Speaking oh, of mankind, you know I, I thought uh <laughs> Dean Ambrose was gonna be like the, the more the uh mankind, mankind style. Era. Yeah, because he was the one that liked all the hardcore matches. And all of that, you know what I'm saying? When you know when when he uh they were trying to build him like similar stole cold for a minute. What's 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 his finishing move? Dirty D. The dirty yeah. when he dirty D the nigga on the thumbtacks and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit that I like. But see, Vince, you gotta think like when you a big a big 
organization like the WWE, like you subjected to a lot of losses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you willingly go in there, put your body on the line, you get injured, now you want to sue for health benefits. Mm-hmm. So rightly, Vince kind of try to te- kind of tone down the the danger in some of these moves. But like, you know, sometimes you could be too careful and people get hurt like that too. Yeah. So yeah. that's why Dean Ambrose will never be able, he can get close to the line of like being a true hardcore guy. Yeah, see, I think if they would have had that, that you know 24-7 I mean? title when he was there. That shit is some bullshit. I, I think Dean Ambrose. I, I thought it, it was okay, like in the, maybe a little bit. The storytelling was okay, but I I, I, just, I mean, I like it was okay. It's not a legitimate title. Like, it's a joke title. That's what they're making it for. Yeah, like, it's a joke. <laughs> so, like, all hey, That's truth, the problem. Like, it's a joke. Oh, so, like, all truth being the champion. It's a joke. Like, that's. <laughs> yeah, that would kind of made it good because he's a good character. Right, that's his storytelling. Yeah, character. Like, so, his character. Uh, he can realistically like say, oh, he might go pull this off because he's so slick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the European 24 7, 7 11. Champion, like, <laughs> oh, you gotta put that European on you. Yeah. Like this nigga's retarded, nigga. <laughs> like, my shit, fault. Yeah, this shit is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I got some NBA questions for you. No, sir. man, don't ask me <laughs> no NBA questions. I mean, your Bulls is doing better than the Wizards right now. Yeah, well, I don't care. They, they two and four, and the Wizards is uh, one and three. Let's throw a parade. You know what I'm saying? I I just want to, I still want to know your input on them. I have none. You have none? I have nothing to, see, they just asked me around the way the other day. Like, hey, don't you like the Bulls? I was like, man, I'm a Pelicans fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and all of them did the same thing they liked. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, being a Bulls fan is like being in a bad marriage. Kind of like the Redskins fans, huh? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, you know, I ain't gonna sit nice here. Nice assist, I like that. I don't want, I don't want, you know, divorce and all that. Hollywood divorce. Right. But you know, I, I'm in an open marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So the Pelicans is my side boot. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Jo? How you feel about the Wizards? Because I mean, they they might be one and three, but they they lost. Their uh, three losses is less than ten points. Like they got the loss against the uh, the Spurs. Mm, that was an overtime. That was yeah, that was overtime. But they still lost by two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They lost to the Mavericks was eight points, and then their last loss to the Rockets was one point. I mean, like I said before, man, they playing with more live part team basketball. They all together. Everybody. Got my man they call Black Anisia, Heck of, the, the Warrior, <laughs> Raul, Hachimura. He had 23 yeah. points the other night. I call them big problems. Yeah, big big problems. problems in Little Chinatown. Bradley Bill had 46. You know, I mean, they, they are. We're going to be competitive, man. We ain't, I ain't looking too much for from this year. So, so do you got them in a the victory tonight against? Um, yeah, Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, I got them. We winning that one. All right. Um, all right, J.O., who do you think is the impact rookie of the NFL right now? I guess I got to be biased. I like my uh, Terry McLaurin. 
Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Why why do you like McLaurin? One McLaurin to me, for us, and definitely, and I can say because he playing, he playing, he's not gonna get it really a lot of shine because the team he playing with. But McLaurin gives another speed threat we have never seen before, and right now he's showing that you got to double that man. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the uh, right now I think he's uh, on the pace to uh, be the uh, what's that? Gary Clark. I mean, uh, um, marks a rookie. Uh, most uh, yardage and uh, touchdowns by a rookie in the first year. So, what about you, Skrill? You got any impact rookies that you like? Hey, man, I really haven't. Nah, not really. I mean, besides the Bosa kid. Yeah, that's that's the same guy I was picking. Yeah, besides him. Yeah. Like, I mean, and probably overall defensive rookie of the year, I could get the yeah. Bosa. I mean, yeah, he got he got seven sacks, a forced fumble, and an interception. Yeah, then yeah. that uh, McLaren kid from the Skins that he was just talking about. He gonna be good, but he ain't gonna get. Uh, he probably won't be good here. Uh, no, 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 it'll be all right here. Once they give Haskins some run and bump, he'll be all right. Like be up Ohio State. See, that's why I admire about Redskins fans. Like they always like think the marriage is gonna get better. <laughs> I mean, we gotta. I can't be just in 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 like, in, you know in, in middle year, mode. <laughs> she, she's gonna really pay attention to me and change. And I thought like that. I think like that sometimes, but sometimes you gotta be optimistic. I can't be the pessimistic. Like, okay, well, like that uh, that uh, show, the uh, the Indians jump. They gonna lose it independent man back in the oh, day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was my Major League. Major League. <laughs> the Wild thing. That was my if, man. Yeah, even if he do good, Redskins fans, man, he gonna lose in the first round. Right. He wouldn't even make it. That's what I was saying. <laughs> RG <Like>. get hurt. They would tell you what. That's what I was saying about the uh, the Nats and shit. Uh, I was talking to a Redskins fan after uh, they lost the three games. Yeah. They was going mm-hmm. back, you know, to Houston. Uh-huh. He's like, man, they messed up, man. I said, man, this ain't – y'all got this Redskins mentality. Like, this team is so much better than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is a winning team. So I was telling them this for games. Like, man, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm like, mm-hmm. see, it's just that everything is going to go wrong mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to believe. Yeah, and that's how the Redskins always, that's how the fans always feel, and that's why the team don't really play for them. I mean. So basically the players understand what's going on, and yeah. they know the fans don't really care about them, so that way they play at, on the, they bet on the road, I think, at, on the road at home sometimes. It's kind of hard to care for somebody when they look at that shit. Mm-hmm. So the See, fans should have a right. <laughs> Damn, a, look at that. They ain't taking through a fan. Man, right, right. As a cowboy From a fan, fan perspective, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really hate the Redskins. Oh, okay. Everybody I know is a Redskins fan. Me too. So it's just fun to talk trash. Yeah. But I don't hate them. Yeah, I, you know I, I hate mean? the so, Eagles and the Giants more than I hate them. Right. But mm-hmm. it's the fans during the season that make me forget. That, you know, I look at them like little That's brothers. That's interesting, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I look at them like little brothers. They try so hard. Yeah. So they really can't. So I feel bad. But yeah, then when you yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> little brother play with me. Yeah. And I'm an electrician. Yeah. Let me smile. Exactly. Yeah, you be around when you're full. I got you, man. Like, Jerry Jones tried to take little snide up under the wing. But, you know, he missed out the part where, you know, mm-hmm. Jerry had to step back. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I say about Jason, I kind of want him, I want us to win because I want him to reap the rewards of building this team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he built that relationship with Steven. Yeah. 
You Jerry built that relationship son. with a lot of people, man. So you like the, 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 but the, what I'm saying is he built a relationship with Steven. With Steven got the jury. You know right. what I'm saying? Like so you like stability, either. basically. Yeah. That's what you like. It's more like, you know, you listening to the right people. Will McClay. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not listening to yourself like, oh, I like this guy. Like Dwayne Haskins coming here and talking about, man, I'm from D.C. I always grew up a fan. Oh, my God, I got to have him. That's how he thinking. When what every going? coach on your team telling you like this, don't draft him. This kid him. is not ready. Daniel Jones is ready right now. That's you what, know what I'm saying. That's what basically he was saying. If you want that butt, like you go. Ah, that thinking again. RG thinking. Record, you know, money, merchandise, go for what it is. You letting the uh, owner control your football decision right. you based on marketing. Fan. Right. You letting a fan control when you got you paying people to. Evaluate talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But again, there's always something else I said about the skins. Their medical staff. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah, been yeah. talking about, about that. Trent Williams come out when he had cancer. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Y'all should be fouled for negligence, malpractice, all that. Something. Like, come on, man. But well, NFL supposed to be getting in some type of investigation. Players uh, Association getting involved now. And you wonder why. Every year you got 17, 20-some people on injured reserve. It's sad. We still got Jordan <laughs> Reed. We still got multiple players. Uh, uh, a lot of players, man, is on injured yeah. reserve for the Redskins. I mean, uh, say I, ain't gonna, I mean, we all right, man. I mean, ain't nothing we could do right here, man. We got a bad-ran organization from medical staff to coaching. It's got to feel bad to see <laughs> God damn. the Mystics. The Mystics. To past you. Just, you know what I mean? The like Mystics. They, the they don't have a lot of history. Nationals. The Mystics don't got a lot but, of history. Like, they we just knew, came in the league. But we knew that, though. And won a championship. I said, what would happen if the Mystics get a championship when they just moving to St. Lee's in the middle of all this? In the hood. In see, the that's hood. My, <laughs> see, that's my teams. Yeah. I like the Mystics. I like the Nats. Like, because they, like, right there. Yeah, yeah I don't I'm, even I'm know D- them. I tell, her, I tell everybody all the time, I'm D.C. all day. Well. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't like the West. I like the Wizards, I like the Caps, I like the Nationals, I like the Mystics. And then they be like, and they be like, well, you like the Cowboys. I tell them, well, DC stands for Dallas Cowboys. It's not my fault that I'm not a Wizards fan. Because Landover, we been took that over. It's not my fault. Hey, look, it's not my fault I'm not a Wizards fan. Because I grew up in the era of Calvin Chaney. So, sorry. Sorry. You like Calvin Chaney. Sorry, not sorry. I don't like him. Oh, you don't like Calvin I never liked him. Oh, I'm about to say No, so that's why I'm not a Wizards fan. <laughs> like, like, I grew oh, up in that era. That's why I was just <laughs> Oh, no. Ever. Oh, you see me stopping. Like, you like, like Calvin Chase. That's what I said. Like, I thought you said you liked him. That's yeah, that whole. That's that motherfucker. Ooh, that's that motherfucking red stripe. Great deal. Yeah, make sure you don't make an interview. You know, nah. you know me. Uh, Calvin Chaney. Yeah, he was one of the biggest. I mean, he averaged 15 a game with us. I guess. He was okay. Hey, man. He better than LeBron Smith. I tell you what, what messed up the league was Len Bias dying. Yeah. That yeah. would messed up the whole league. Hell yeah. Because great. things might have been a little bit different. But mm-hmm. great matchups. That mean they really, they still had Bird. They still had a lot of people in there. Yeah, they did. They probably uh, met up a play with Reggie Lewis later on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that would have been a definitely. You look at the team. Mm. Hey. Kevin McHale, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I say, like, the super team, like, we always seen super teams 
but not to the extent that they trying to do it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, hey. <laughs> All right, so um, last week, Skrill won. Of course. The Oracle. <laughs> the Oracle. Was it, was it a doubt? Yeah, it was for a minute because you and J.O. was tied. He mm-hmm. copied my answers. Actually, he didn't because... And then I covered my paper. There you go. <laughs> That's probably what I need somebody... Oh, I covered no. my paper. He didn't yeah. because, I mean, yeah. the, ones that, nah. the ones that you got wrong, <laughs> the ones that you got wrong, he got right. I ain't get a lot wrong. You know what I'm saying? No, I ain't get a lot wrong. He ain't I'm get a lot wrong either. I mean, I get I'm going to stroke his ego, make him feel good now. But you know. You got you got three wrong, he had four wrong. Oh, that's, that's a lot to him. When first. you had the Bills, he had Philly. First you had place. North Carolina, he had the 49ers. Mm-hmm. You I had am. the Raiders, and he had Houston. Why is all this about what I had? I mean, that's who, who both of y'all had. Yeah, he's trying to say you 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 all Yoda, <laughs> but you still Yoda having problems with somebody itching right there. Nah, <laughs> itching because the he was looking over my shoulder on my paper. <laughs> yeah, you're looking over my paper. That's what your GB saying. Looking on my paper. Yeah, and for the ones that he yeah. got wrong, you had the Chargers, he had the Bears. Right. You had Jacksonville. He had the Jets. Nah, we were on, couldn't see that part of my You paper. had Tennessee. Nah. And he had Tampa Bay. If we play it back. Didn't lie to them jumps. You start off with me. Hey, Damo. And we were saying, <laughs> yeah, hear me, Seattle. All right, Seattle. Yeah, he started off with me. See, look at that. See, I had angle. I can, I can switch it now. It hurts you, Jack. Yeah, okay, Seattle. That's, okay. If that's what the people choose to believe, yeah. they can believe. New Orleans. Oh, yeah, he's going with New Orleans. He's been saying it. And, you know, I can't really do uh-huh. like even nah, though I nah. might agree, I gotta make stuff real. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. Nah, nah, nah. Thank you. They took, they used my picks for their uh, parlay card this week, this past week. I guess. Yeah, they lost stuff. Oh, y'all getting so, straight man. to it? Yeah, let's get straight to it. Uh oh. Oh, there you go. So, uh, first game of the first game of the uh, Sunday will be the Texans versus Jacksonville. Oh. They say don't believe in Tannehill. You know what I'm saying? You know the deal? <laughs> so, uh, J.O. What's real? Who you got? Uh, where they playing at? Tennessee. They playing in London. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> 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 that might be a pick em. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, since I went against them twice, it's off momentum. What's the deal? What's the real? I'm going for Tannehill. Oh, so you got Jacksonville? No, I got Tennessee. Ain't Tennessee playing? It's the Titans. Yeah. Houston. Look, that's how you I mean, know my he bad copied Texans. off my paper. My bad, Texans versus oh, see, see. Texans, Texans versus Jaguars. My oh, bad. Yeah, I'm going with Deshaun Walker. All right, Houston. Yeah, I told you. Who you got, Skrill? I got Jacksonville. You got Jacksonville. Yeah, they like the home team. They play over there all the time. They used to that by now. Well, I got a good record. Well, I'm I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson. It's a new Deshaun. Uh oh. Don't let Kenny Coleman hit you. Put him in. All right. The next game we got the Bears versus the Eagles. Squirrel, who you got? Ooh, this is a game I do not want to. Pick. <laughs> you know, I'm always picking against. You always picked against the Bears so far. Yeah. Well, Mac don't. Count, well Mac, bring it up. 
I'm going with the Eagles. Bring <laughs> <laughs> it up. I mean, until they get rid of that quarterback. Oh, yeah, I'm starting to feel the same way too. Hey, until they get rid of that nigga. Yeah, I'm starting to feel the same way too. <laughs> Is that bad over there? Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, I mean, nope. motherfucking uh, 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 Khalil Mack. He he trying, but he can't play offense. You know what I'm saying? So who you got, Jo? I got Philly. I'm going with the best Philadelphia. I'm going with Philadelphia. You're going with Philly, too. He said the best Philadelphia. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> I, I was trying to do it. I your hand going over. And I had to call it quick. Right. <laughs> I had to Next game, we got uh, the Vikings versus the Chiefs. J.O., who you got? Matt Moore against Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Mm, nice matchup. <laughs> no, one, one ain't that far from each other, but. You know, I'm going with uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, me too. Casey. Who you got, Skrill? Minnesota. Oh, trifecta, huh? Okay. Patrick Mahomes ain't playing. <laughs> Is he? Nah. Nope. Oh, well. <laughs> Minnesota. Next game, you got the Colts at Pittsburgh. Mm. Colts. Colts. Yeah. I'm going to go with Colts. Cause I got my man a percentage, my fantasy quarterback. I, I just hate Pittsburgh. Damn. <laughs> As a Cowboy fan, I, I just hate Pittsburgh. Mm. All right, next you got um probably the two worst teams in the NFL. The Jets versus the Dolphins. I don't believe that. Jets got a lot of nice pieces. They do, but so far it's looking like they don't know how to use them. Where they playing at? Where they playing at? They playing in Miami. I got the Jets. I'm going with motherfucking Ghostbuster. Sam Donald. I'm seeing ghosts. Yeah, I I got the Jets too. (laughs) Something tell me. Something tell you Miami going to get their first win? It's an upset pick. <laughs> and I did that last week. I just talked to the squirrel and said, don't do it all that stuff now. You got to know who you're going against to make that stuff. So who you got? I'm going with the uh, J-E-T. All right. Next game. Redskins at Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> you know who I got. I think I said that too loud. You know who I got. Buffalo. <laughs> uh, it's going to be rough because a lot of people want to see a lot of funny things. We're going to make a lot of football highlights. going to be a lot of dumb things. You know, first off with Haskins, man, upset pick. Nah, I'm going with Buffalo. I mean, Redskins might be the upset pick of the week. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alright, next you got the Titans at Panthers. Oh. J.O. Tannehill. Titans? Mm-hmm. Screw. I don't know, man. Panthers got 50 put up on them last week. They sure did. That was tough. Let's go with the Panthers, man. 
Yeah, I mean, they're gonna get back on their feet. Some type of pride gotta take place. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Panthers too. Even though I like Tennessee a lot. That young and playing, that's what that is. I like Tennessee a lot though. You got uh, the Detroit Lions at Oakland. Who you asking me? I got Detroit. You got Detroit? Yeah. Staff. J.O. They playing in Detroit. They playing in Oakland. <clears throat> Oakland. Even if I figure. Yeah, I'm going with Oakland too. I don't think Oakland lost two in a row all year. Tampa Bay at the 12th man, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, I was saying the same Make thing. Calf. What? You were saying the same thing? I was saying the same thing. DK. What? Make camp. So, you got Seattle, too. Mm-hmm. You said what? You were saying the same I thing? I was saying the same thing. What, James Winston ain't playing? He playing. He what? playing. What? That could be upset, bitch. What? Yeah, he playing, but I... I you know, uh, Seattle been averaging, like, uh, 24 points a game. And I don't think he, he can do that. Jameis Winston? Nah, Seattle. You don't think he can? Nah, not not in Seattle. Uh, Maybe if they was at Tampa Bay, I'd have picked them. But I being don't in, think you would. I would have if they, if they was at Tampa Bay. <laughs> but being as though they in Seattle, uh-uh. Next you got Aaron Rodgers at the Chargers. That's a Hall of Fame matchup, isn't it? Yep. Aaron Rodgers against Phillip Rivers. Yep. Top quarterback for they earn, definitely. Two old goats. Two old fools. Rodgers a little bit younger than him. Who you got, Skrill? Rodgers. What? You got Rodgers, J.O.? Who you got, J.O.? You got Rodgers? Sound like he wasn't confident. Yeah, I got Rogers too. Know what? I think I'm gonna go against Aaron right here. Oh, okay. I think you've been going with him a couple of times, weeks in a row, right? Yeah, the Chargers just fired their offensive coordinator, so I think Phillip Rivers gonna have more input on the offense this week. Oh, you think that's better when he had more input? I don't know. Who was the Chargers running back? Going back and echo. I don't think he's going to be enough. Uh, All right, now you got uh, two of the most mediocre teams in the league, the Browns versus the Broncos. At Broncos. Is it fair to say the Broncos are mediocre? Yeah. I mean, they ain't won a game. Yeah, they did. They won two games. Have they? Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? Yeah. I got it. They got to back up quarterback because Broncos they two and, the Broncos two and six, Browns two and five. I'm going with the oh, Browns. Yeah. And, and Flacco out. That's what I said. I'm going with the Browns. They got some backup in there. Drew Locke out, too, so he ain't playing. <laughs> this would have been perfect timing for Drew Locke. Yep. <laughs> Dang. He with Jordan Brown. You've been going with Cleveland all year, Skrill. Now you're going to doubt Baker Mayfield? I mean, I don't know if it was Flacco. I'm going to go with Cleveland, but... 
It's with a lot of skepticism. Flacco, uh, you don't believe in them. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know if Denver's problem was Flacco or not. Mm. All right, Sunday night, you got you got a uh, a good one. Patriots. Patriots versus the Baltimore Ravens. Patriots. At Baltimore. Patriots. Who you got, JL? Baltimore. That's a tough one for me. Because I've been going with the uh, quarterback, running back all year. Go with him. Nah, man, it's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And it ain't, it ain't necessarily Tom Brady a lot this year. Some uh, killer defense they got. Yeah, I know. That defense been crunching. Yeah, I know. And uh, last game, Monday night. <laughs> I know who Skrill got. You know who I got. Oh, yeah. Who you got? You got the Cowboys versus the Giants. Say his name. Say his name. Where is, it, where is that? <laughs> it's in New York. Do it really matter where it's at? Say his name. Daniel Jones, upset pick. Oh, okay. Yeah, he already knew he lost this week. <laughs> <laughs> he knew that a couple of picks ago. He was like, you know what? This joke is over. Nah, I didn't know it. I just wanted to be the opposite. Yeah, my points is the Cowboy game. 32-14. 32-14. Well, the Cowboys have been averaging uh, 30 points on every team in the division. Yeah, I ain't even know that. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't even know that. I just felt it. I let like some this like the woo, like, some just touched me. Like ah, who Seattle plays? No homo. Seattle. Seattle is playing um Tampa Bay. Okay. Uh, Seattle by probably about. I'm gonna say about thirty to fourteen. 30 to 14. And I'm going uh, Aaron Rodgers versus the Chargers. 28-10. That's done? That, that's done. Oh. 28-10. Yeah, 28-10. Green Bay. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So um. So how many games ahead am I? You three games ahead. Yeah, cause I'm about to start pulling away now. Oh no, you you two games ahead of Jo. You three games ahead of me. Only two games. Yeah, you you four and four, five hundred. Oh, oh yeah. Jo two and four. I got you. No, Jo two and seven. Mm. And I'm one and seven. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like left. Like, I'm on, like, the, you know, elite. I'm, like, an elite level right now. Yeah. Yeah. You 500. Huh? You 500. After tough, tough competition. You know what I mean? Would you believe me if I told you that Barry Sanders is about to fall out of uh, the top three rushers in NFL history? Yeah, he retired way too soon. Oh, I know. Another Russian coming this year. Who? Who coming up there? I believe Adrian Peterson is about to pass him. No. Adrian Frank Peterson. Gore is already about to pass him. 
Peterson is like my adopted son. Oh yeah. Way back in Oklahoma. You mess with AP. I've always been there, and I've said that if anybody was to break Emmitt Smith record, it'd be him. And that's who broke it. No. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no, I mean, talking about Emmitt Smith broke his record. And I don't think nobody going to be able to uh, get up there with Emmitt. No, that's what I'm saying. AP, if he had to stay healthy, he would have been the only running back I know that was capable. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Barry, Barry Sanders' record. No, no, Emmitt did that. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, and that's that. what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think nobody gonna break Emmett record. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that. That's that's to, the reason why I like the Cowboys and the Florida Gators. If I had to pick somebody, it would be. Uh, I like if Saquon can stay healthy. I think he'd give it a good go. I think of course he, of course, if we keep a good line in front of him. I think he got a good chance. I, w- I thought Gurley, because I was a big Gurley fan. I like Kamari from New Orleans. Yeah. But see. A lot of Kamari y'all's come off passing. Yeah, and then he's kind of smaller. You know what True. I mean? So just him getting it as a runner for a couple for years to come, like. Yeah, but I, I like know. him as a runner. Yeah, he good for that. But, yeah, he's talking about the endurance that actually maintained. That's, that's, that's a lot of y'all. Emmett got a lot of y'all. Although I said, like, a guy like Saquon. Just to get the Barry Sanders at is a lot. Just to go to number yeah. three. Hell to yeah. Dead. It's a lot. Like, Frank Gore, Frank Gore got a, a lot of goddamn yards. Mm-hmm. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah. Been relatively healthy, too, for a while. So, did, um, did anybody see Ellen dressed as Cardi B for Halloween? No, I missed it. I saw, like, I saw it up there, but I ain't click on it. Kind of mad at Ellen right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. And, and your boy Kevin Hart was dressed as The Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Which one? Jeremy, which one he dressed like? He, which one you think this is? That was the one from uh, <laughs> yeah. that movie. What's his name? Um, With the turtleneck. The brother got yeah, a I think that's when he neck. was in college or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the movie that's from. There ain't no movie. I think this is a college picture. Nah, huh? that, was a, that came from a movie. Oh, man. Because <laughs> he was a fat kid in that um that spy joint for him and Kevin. I think they did like two, three movies Oh, together. you talking about that uh 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 that Central Intelligence? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that jump. Yeah, two of them jumps, yeah. Yeah, he was a fat kid. Yeah, I like that. Oh, oh small back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. that yeah, movie was back. funny, though. Yeah, that movie was funny. Two of them, right? Yeah. It was Central Intelligence, and then it was something else they did. Together. I think it was the two that, uh... It wasn't Central. It wasn't two different Central Intelligence. Oh, okay. It was another movie. They did, did together, right? Uh-huh. You know, Gian- they did that, Gian- uh, that one. They did that twice. Twice. That, I think it's another one somewhere. I'm funny, Jim. I can't think of it. I can't think of it right now. Y'all go check out that Hurry of Tubman. No, it's already out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. So do you think they offended Antonio Brown for the Halloween costume of a woman wearing his jersey with a clown face? I mean, 
everybody deem everything offensive right now. Yeah, this world is very sensitive. Yeah. Like I was watching the Prince movie, Purple Rain, mm-hmm. and and uh, Moore's Day called Prince a faggot in that joint, and I bust out laughing. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, man, if that movie would have came out this year, they would have banned that movie just because oh, yeah. he said faggot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Thought, this back world then. is so sensitive, man. Yeah, a lot of things back then definitely would have been edited, and they probably wouldn't want you to say things. You know what I mean? It's, like you said, it's sensitive. Oh. Yeah, did you know a woman got strangled by her own python? That, lit, that was in a home in India that she already had 140 snakes. Yeah, I heard about that. Though. That python was like eight feet long or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she had 140 snakes in it. Like, come on, man. As I said, and they, like, a lot of people that uh, does, they don't, they would they consider like collectors or they, 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 they what, orders. So, what would, so what would they think that it's never going to turn on them or? Nah, they, they don't see them as, like, Mental, it's a mental health problem. See, the thing about, the thing about snakes, the thing about snakes is, you not supposed to have them jumps wrapped around your neck. Um, You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure she didn't. If you putting that joint on your shoulders, you gotta hold the tail. Like, think think about it. It don't matter. I'm pretty sure she was laying down, and that joint got up on her got loose and got up on her and rocked yeah. her ass. Eight feet long, then yeah. you you need to find a better way yeah. to store that jump. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure that's what happened. You know what I'm snakes saying? snakes ain't stupid. Like, they know how to maneuver around shit. Like, they ain't dumb. Yeah, they, no hell, they far from dumb. Yeah, though I say, like... Mm-hmm. One of the smartest predators in this world. Yeah, one of them, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think how bad you got beat, nigga. Killing shit. No arms or legs. No arms or legs. Nigga, I just run down on you. All neck action. Nigga. Yeah. Grab you with grab you by the grab you with the mouth and then wrap your ass up. And they that's what they do. They mm-hmm. strangle, they pray to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So either she wasn't feeding that junk. You see what I'm saying? And if it felt the need, like that's one thing about snakes. I had two of my own. And I know. If you ain't about to feed that junk, because, like, I fed my snake every two months. That month I didn't feed that nigga, I ain't take his ass out the cage. I left his ass in the motherfucking tank. Because that month you don't feed him, he looking for something. Mm-hmm. You Man, know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking, like, how hard is it to store an eight-foot snake? It's not hard at all. All you need is, is a big-ass tank. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I got it. Eight for a snake. Yeah, I mean, if, if you got the proper tank, you can store that junk. And the thing about the tank is it sure. must have a lid. Yeah. Because, you know, them jumps, they can form this like the side of the tank. So right. they can climb up that motherfucker, even though they ain't got no legs. Right. Once they hit that wall, that's all the balance they need to go up that motherfucker. Then they get it come on out. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So if... if, if she didn't store that joint right. Yeah. That joint got out of his store somehow and caught her sleeping. Yeah. Got her ass. Like, especially if you're going to be bullshitting, you better make sure you feed your snake every month then. Eight foot long? 
Yeah, if you bullshit. And Man, you feed. At eight foot long, yeah. at eight foot long, you got to feed that joint at least three mice. Three mice? Three mice. I understand what eight feet is. Because right. mine was five feet and he was all right with two. One time I gave him three and he ain't want the third one. The third one sat in the tank until that month later when I didn't feed him. And then he snapped down on him. I don't want to turn this into a National Geographic, but I seen <laughs> you know, a daggone python, bino python. He couldn't have been no more than five, six feet. That mug ate rabbits. Yeah. Like a whole rabbit. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. that's a lot more than a little mice. Mm -hmm. So you talking about eight feet. Eight feet. Like you, you feeding that joint something like a cat. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, I mean, you yeah, can. Like, you uh, can. Like a Dale Gibbons. But like I'm, like I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> but like I'm trying to tell you, it all depends on your yeah. feeding process, on how long it takes for you to feed that jump. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Uh, a jump that's eating a full rabbit, he ain't ate in about three, four months. Yeah. That jump. Remember the movie Anaconda? Mm -hmm. When that jump was eating whole people? Yeah. That's because that jump ain't ate in almost a whole year hey man i'm just saying you see what i'm saying that's that's like six that. months for you to eat a whole person he dropped a rabbit in that tank and that joint was like yeah i'm coming to get you doa i'm coming to Damn get you rabbit. a whole rabbit mm -hmm. kind of traumatized <laughs> i used to love that shit man Man, that joint got loose. Like I had like, uh, red ear sliders, the uh, turtles, uh, that swim underwater and all of that. They yeah. land in water turtles. Yeah. And my joint is probably about as big as this tray right here. And I used to feed that nigga goldfish. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Goldfish. Once a month. You know, when, when I first started, I would give him one goldfish. That one goldfish, he'll bite the head off that joint. Just because he don't want it swimming around him. You know what I'm saying? But then when he get hungry, he going to eat the rest of that junk. You know? Mm. But when I put two goldfish in there, he ate the head off both of them. And the bodies was just floating for like two months. Because he wasn't hungry no more. You see? And he was the size of this tray right here. Mm. <laughs> hey. I don't like animals. I can't read the expression. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm and I, I just, I just boy. like, I just like to see them fuck up live shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm a city boy. I don't like all the, all that. Nah. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm good. Yeah, I, I used to love that shit, man. I used to star that nigga for like two months just so he could eat the whole goldfish in one sitting. And I sit there and watch him. Soon as you drop that joint in the tank, soon as you drop that joint in the tank, he line that joint up. He'd come from off the little land pad that I got in the tank, fall right in the water like a motherfucking alligator or crocodile. And then go to the bottom of the tank and then come up and just grab that nigga. And you be like, God damn, that shit look good. <laughs> Oh, the no bull. You be like, yeah, that, that look like that, Slim. Hey, man, well, you said like that. Did you hear that, that Popeye's chicken is coming back on Sunday? 
They bringing it back again. I never knew it left, honestly. They said they bringing it back. Uh-oh. About to go crazy again. They said especially comes Nick. back Sunday, November the 3rd. Niggas going to be killing over chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey. Chicken sandwiches back. Hey, nothing wrong with that. They ain't letting it on the Negroes. It is something wrong with that. The Negroes, who they are. Like, man, did I tell you that a nigga shot up the whole motherfucking Popeyes because they told him he ran out of chicken sandwiches? Nah, I say nothing wrong with that, but the food, they figured the food's gonna be a food, so that was a messed up situation, but hey. Like the shit say, a limited time. If they tell you they out of fucking chicken, nigga just go on to the next Popeyes or something. It ain't like, see, I, I know how Southeast is. You know what I'm saying? You got the joint on MLK. And then you could drive down to East Over, and then that's where the next joint at. You see what I'm saying? Then you drive over to Rivertown to another joint right there. You know? <laughs> but it just goes to shows like how, like, the, how somebody value life. You know what I mean? Like, man, you ain't got a chicken sandwich, I'm going to kill you. Like, what the, the hell is going on in your head that you equate mm-hmm. me running out? My. My store that I just work in here as a cash register. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not responsible for ordering, frying, or packaging. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, we out. And you like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, what the? What is going on in your life, man? Like, like, <laughs> like, I mean, and I, I hate to say it. Like, I always tell people, I love black people, but I hate niggas. Like, that mm. shit is crazy. You see what I'm saying? That's a nigga moment. Mm-hmm. Really? A piece of fucking chicken? Like, you could go in the house and get you... You could go to you could go to motherfucking Aldi's right. or Giant and get you a brioche bun. Get... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking... Get you a chicken breast and fry that joint up. Get you some seasoned salt. You know what I'm saying? Season that joint up. Warm up you some nice grease. Like, dip that joint. Oh, well, I like to bread my chicken. So I dip mine in the flour. Yeah, me too. You know, mm-hmm. I season it up. Flour it up real good. Yeah, you got to season the flour too. But I don't do that. Yeah, you, know you got I mean? to. I keep the season as a surprise. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so like nah, when you nah. bite through that crispy chicken skin then you get that nah you you gotta season both you get that but the thing is is with the, with the flour you gotta the difference mm. between the flour and the chicken you gotta you gotta leave one of the seasonings out on the flour that you put on the chicken yeah 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 nah yeah nah 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 be nah be you know what i'm saying so when they bite it they be like man that Oh, yeah, that thing. Nah, nah, you know? nah, nah. <laughs> See, you don't want to overwhelm it because I want you to concentrate on the crisp. Oh, yeah. Con- you going to concentrate on the crisp. I want you to just focus on that. Yeah. That's going to have people going crazy again. Yeah, that, that's that. Okay, two boys be back. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's some old in the house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll teach you how to cook later in life, bro. Shit. I got that shit nasty. I wanted to cook off, Neo. No, you wanted to cook off. I wanted to cook off. So you can take it, take some home. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, and that's, <laughs> that's what was going on. <laughs> like, like, I'm a judge it. Yeah. They got his Tupperware. 
Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> like, all right, y'all. I'm you know? gone. Like, what? Now I'm going to mail in my decision. <laughs> like, I'm going to email you. <laughs> so, uh, am I tripping? Probably. A, a nigga in Pennsylvania <laughs> popped the hood of his trunk. I mean, popped the hood of his car. And he found out that a squirrel had packed under the hood of his car with uh, uh, hundreds of walnuts and packed grass. He was wondering why every time he started his car, it was a burning smell. So when he finally popped the hood, (laughs) (laughs) when he finally popped the hood, he opened that junk, and he seen all grass and walnuts up under the hood. Damn. <laughs> you know that? Man, this thing got a golf tee up under his junk. What's that, the rough? <laughs> this, thing, this thing got a rough. That's what they <laughs> damn. Somebody, when they put down the daggone, uh, what they call that, that grass, that fake grass? Yeah. They like, you know what? I'm going to pimp my ride. I'm going to pimp my ride. I hope they weren't thinking that. They, they like, it's eco-friendly. That's definitely your right, too. That was somebody's idea of going green. What the hell is this? <laughs> this this motherfucker got uh them little icy jumps and everything out of the hood. Look at that shit. <laughs> the little packets that the icies come in. That's over sitting for a while. Nah, they said this happened in a matter of two to three days. It was a hell of a storm. (laughs) You better check it for water damage. (laughs) Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, y'all know how I am about politics and shit. Mm-hmm. I just saw something where they say uh the dumb dumb Donald Jr. Uh-oh. going on the view. Oh the son. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard he going on the view. Oh my goodness. What is this? Oh man, I'm trying to see. I definitely want to see that one. Oh it's your man. I mean is it he could be a little bit better or he about the same? Name huh? He be a little bit better, or he about the same? No, he's just going, he's an idiot. He's going to go in there and get exposed. <laughs> and they probably canceled the joint Uh-oh. because they're going to ask some hard questions. Yeah, Whoopi going to shake it they're going to talk up. about Hunter Biden, and then they're going to turn around and say, hey, so what about you and your sister going overseas, still selling money, I mean, still making money, and Ivanka getting these Chinese patents for, for her brand while she's on the official business with the White House? Like, mm-hmm. how come that's not an issue? You know what I'm saying? So they going, you know, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi said a while ago when everybody was talking about impeaching this guy, they mm-hmm. were saying, uh, she said, uh, let him keep talking. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's going to end up impeaching himself. And, like, you're going to go on The View with Whoopi and, and Joy? He might be trying to get a book. And that other girl? <laughs> and, and John McCain's daughter? Who's only famous for being John McCain's daughter? This could be for his book. I don't know. And another <laughs> thing. 
man. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just be a nice book. Why, why I'm at why, why I'm talking about... Purge. <laughs> Donald Trump version. Fucking Wendy Williams. Uh-oh. What y'all... Uh, Wendy, Wendy Williams. What she do now? Now, I just find it interesting. When she was going through her little personal problems, her husband, oh, yeah. that's clearly must be gay. Because she's a man. You know, I don't know this for facts. I'm just saying, from my eyeball, she look like a man. Everybody, yeah, I mean. But anywho, yeah. you know what I mean? When she was going through her personal problems, she mm-hmm. asked for privacy. You know what I mean? I asked for people. But now, like, you go through that, and you still be doing this hot, hot garbage stuff that you be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing that I'm basically referring is, like, the Meghan Markle thing. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. was saying how she didn't under, she didn't know all the traditions and everything. Like she fully didn't understand what it was about marrying into the royal family. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay, Wendy right, Williams right, right. came out and was like, "Uh, well, you need to move out of there." And she made some reference to, "Won't you go live in a hut in Africa?" Right. Like right. because you know Meghan Markle's half black. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So then it just started this whole big discussion on on this Facebook group that I'm in where people were saying, like, you know, uh, well, basically was siding with me where I was saying about Wendy being a jerk, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you quick to get in people's business. But then, like, the only people you really prop up are the white people. Like, any people she talked glowingly of, it's like a Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is Kim Kardashian known for? Like, what got her out there? A goddamn sex tape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to right wrong a little bit, I guess, man. Right or wrong? I mean, she's trying to right, you know, she did bad. I mean, it is what it is. Like, you did what you did, whatever, Mm. whatever. But, like, you put these people, people like them, up on a pedestal. Right, right, right. When you bashing. Your own, like, black people, like, the shit she did with Method Man. Man, wife. Yeah. Right, 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 like, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, her, yeah. yeah, exposing her situation. I was telling him like, that they had the cancer fuck? or something like that. He got upset. Man, so, like, she used to be what a do y'all, yeah. how do y'all feel about got you journalism? Like, when they feel like they got dirt on you. Like, how do y'all feel about that? Like, how they handle shit like that? I mean, once they sign themselves over... To things like that, and who they it's, it's, it's messed up when you know you got one that does shit like that. So it's like when they, they they you tell them things secretly, but you'll never know they use something that you know is you you and them. It's like I hate that. So that means that you can't you gotta be standoffish about your own kind. And like, dang, and once again, our own kind can be trust ourselves to use uh, that against us. Uh, that's what I be talking for about. ratings and views and what angle you come. Do you come at them another way? Like, oh my fault. I, hey. Pay me or something. <laughs> I got one for you, J.O. This is Are You All Right? Uh-oh. Are You All Right? What's, what's my man name? David Adams Jr. I'm asking David Adams Jr. Is he all right? Because he helped Wilson police chase the involving possible murder suspect and he made the arrest. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, on October the 5th. That's recent. 
at 11 p.m. The police was chasing the dude. The car was filled with five five guys, and they the car was just reported in an incident. So they they chasing the car. The dude get away. When the police found the car again, they tried to cut it off. You know what I'm saying? Get in front of the car and cut it off. And now, David Adams Jr., he was driving a a, a black Ford Taurus. He had some blue lights. (laughs) So he turned his blue lights on and helped the police get behind. He got behind the car and helped the police pin the car in. You know, the, <laughs> and then once the car stopped, he pulled the dude out the car with a gun, arrested him and everything. And then the police say, man, we don't even know if you're a real police officer, man. You can't be doing that. Da, 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 da. So he hopped back in his car and pulled off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let him go. And now, David Adams Jr., he got a warrant out for his arrest mm-hmm. for impersonating the police officer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. You all right. You all right? That's definitely... <laughs> you all right, Jim. That's a crazy... That's, yeah. That's why it might be an all-time great. You all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? They say they say five of the men that was arrested in the vehicle they had some uh MD MDMA pills, some uh codeine pills, and I'm I'm about to jack this word Val Valvas Valvlans pills. How you say that, real? It's right there where it say with a hundred and with a hundred with seven hundred and eight dollars. Like they had just made a few sales. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. So I just want to ask this nigga, is he all right? <laughs> you gotta ask him that. You know how I say that word, Squirrel? No. Vi Vi Van Val Vi. Vass. V-Y-V-A-N-S-E. Y'all, y'all say it in your head. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the dudes, he was, uh, he had possession of marijuana. And, uh, he had a possession of marijuana charge. Where two of the dudes had a possession of marijuana charge. The other dude had fleeing a felony and eluding. An eluding possession scheduled drug misdemeanor court date. And the other dude just had a, a basic felony warrant. And the other nigga had a felony marijuana possession charge. Mm. Yeah. So, am, are you all right? Yeah, or am, am, am I, I tripping? All that in one. <laughs> hey, I got one. Am I tripping? Again, it involves y'all precedent. Oh, am yeah. I am I tripping? <laughs> or did this fool think that by moving his residency from 
New York to Florida was going to get him out of the situation that he's in where the uh, the New York district attorney is filing suit trying to get a hold of his taxes. Oh, okay, that's his place. Mm. Like, am I tripping? Like, is this like something that's just done in the plain open? Like, it's in the open. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you say he went to Texas? No, he moved to Florida. Oh, Florida. Is Florida a tax free state? I'm not sure. But, like, he trying to avoid, like, I mean, the criminal activities this guy's doing is just ridiculous. Like, Mm -hmm. every week he's doing something. And I'm like, you know, he keeps saying that he's innocent and it's all about the Democrats trying to gang up against him and everything. And I'm like, well, if you're so innocent, why you got so much to hide? Like, why are you doing so much to hide shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I mean, so when is the point? So he got to, they actually at, wait for him to get out to impeach? Well, well, they passed <clears throat> the House vote this past week okay. on uh, going into phase two of their formal impeachment. So what that means is they uh now they're gonna do a lot of uh public hearings. Okay. So they had I think thirteen closed door hearings beforehand. That's what the Republicans was. So which one you think that actually could get him impeached? Like if they actually wanna point out right away to say that should get him Well, asking a foreign government for help during the election is illegal. Yep. Automatic. That's the first one. Automatic. That's automatic. So that's the one thing they got clear evidence like he admitted it like because he did it again on the south lawn when he asked for china to do it you know what i'm saying and the whole thing is like if you was truly about corruption why is it you only talking about joe biden and his family mm-hmm. like that's the only case of corruption that you know that happened in the ukraine you know what i'm saying they keep saying this thing about hunter biden and i'm like you know, if you did any research or really looked into it, Hunter Biden was never under investigation. Right. Like, the company itself wasn't under investigation. Mm-hmm. The Ukrainian prosecutor, the one that every Western ally government wanted out because of the mass corruption going on with their gas company in the Ukraine, that he wasn't investigating them because he was getting, he was on the take with them. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Joe Biden went there speaking on behalf of the UN, went there and demanded them to get rid of him because mm-hmm. he wasn't doing anything to solve corruption. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how they tried, the Republicans try to twist it up, talk about investigate Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. When this dude only made a grand total of $80,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. A grand total of eighty thousand. That's crazy. And these fools making millions. Yeah. <laughs> I got another one for you. Am I tripping? Currently, the University of Maryland in Baltimore, Duke University in North Carolina, St. Louis University in Missouri, and Ohio's Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center are now serving trials. For the people of the ages of 18 to 50, you must be a healthy 
person, a healthy adult, they will pay you $3,300 if you let them infect you with influenza A. <laughs> That's basically the flu virus. Yeah, the University of Maryland in Baltimore, Duke University in North Carolina, St. Louis University in Missouri, and Ohio Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. They need healthy adults from the ages of 18 to 50. They trying to infect you with the flu virus, and they pay you with thir- they pay you 3300. $3,300. You going? Hell no, I ain't going. I said you going. You going? <laughs> yeah, man, somebody out there. <laughs> somebody going to take the bait. Somebody. I mean, people out here, they getting. The ones that be staggering around and ain't tipping out money like it is what it is on certain stuff to get money. You got them too. Yeah, man. So, uh, dope content show. Oh. Before we leave, I just wanted to bring note to another thing. Uh, I don't know if it's a am I tripping or a WTF, but I remember like not too long ago, I told y'all 117 people was killed, shot and killed by the police mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm-hmm. Well, as of today, <clears throat> that number has grown to 752. Yeah, damn, that was like two weeks. Right. So I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like it's a constant and ongoing threat mm-hmm. that we've got rogue police officers and you know the boys in blue the gang in blue is out here targeting and killing civilians you know what i mean and killed more people on the streets than been killed overseas serving in our military so mm-hmm. i just wanted to you know mention that to yeah. yeah, I can do it. Yeah. I'm done. We invite you to, you know, man. Something like the show, man. Squirrel, man. Help, okay. Talk to the real. I get solutions and high things, you know. Sort change, make it better. Uh, you know, like I always say, successful mind. Equal to successful grind. It ain't dope. It ain't right. All right, we out. All right now. Well. We offer our lives. What do you bring to the table? Well, I'm watching every nigga watching me closely. My shit is butter for the bread they wanna toast me. I keep my head, both of them where they supposed to be. Holes that get you sidetracked and clap from close feet. I don't sleep, I'm tired, I feel wired like codeine. These days a rubber gotta admire me from four fiends away. My pain was shit was quick to see. From selling canes to brains was fried to a fricassee. Can't lie, at the time it never bothered me. At the bar, getting my dog on properly. My squad and me lack of respect for authority. Laughing hard, happy to be escaping poverty. However, brief, I know this game got valleys and peaks. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, man. I had a blast with dope content, my man John Mo. This Lord Byron, the street boy, man. Come back and tune in, man. Whatever. Next week, how about that? 
news, round seven Jews, head dead in the mic, forgetting all I ever knew, convenient amnesia, I suggest you call my lawyer, I know the procedure, block my body, can't trap my mind, easily explain why we adapt to crime, I'd rather die enormous than live dormant, that's how we on it, live at the main event, I better trip them out, we on it, presidential suites, my residential for the weekend, confidentially speaking in code since I sent you vegan, the NXS rental, don't be fooled, my game is mental, we both out of town dawg, what you trying to get into, Viva, Las Vegas, see ya, later at the crap tables, meet me by the one that starts a G up, this way no fraud willies, present gambling they re up, and we can have a pleasant time sipping margaritas, G-G-G, yeah, can I live?